Hello, welcome to Off Curve. I'm Wicked Good, and I am talking to you from the comfort of my gaming chair because I need to be comfortable because it is card review time again, friends. It is Saturday, March 27th, 2020, 2021. It's it's 2020. It's not 2020 anymore, thank God. And I it is three days before the launch of Forge and the Barons. And that means that I am joined by none other than Squelch's own Madden Arms to talk through all 135 cards in excruciating detail as you have come to know and love and expect. So, Matt, welcome back. Thank you for you survived the first one and willing to come back for more. So that that says quite a bit about your character. So welcome. I'm not sure this says anything good about my character, but we'll see how it goes. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I'm glad to be back. I'm glad to talk about all these cards. And we did not only did we do a full expansion last time, we did a mini set, too. And that was that was fun. And that only took us what one day to do that. So, <laughs> yeah, that was like an, a good hour and a half to do 35 cards. That was like record time, right? I know, so. seriously. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to getting into this. And um, I got my comfy pants on. I got a water. I got my coffee. I'm good to yeah, go. Actually, what I was going to what I, what I wanted to tell you is that, you know, since since Classic launched yesterday, we're actually doing a full review of the Classic set also today. So that's mm-hmm. fine. Hey, we'll do it. Let's go. <laughs> Damn it. I should have <laughs> bluffed like that. <laughs> <laughs> So Leroy Jenkins, that's unplayable, yeah, that's right? Terrible. That's a, that's a, that's well, I mean, why would you one. want a why yeah. would you want a mini that just dies, right? Like no, no, and, and it gives it gives your it gives your opponent two cards, two two yeah. one ones. That's that's like, awful. Oh, the value. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyhow, so this is going to be part one. Um, if you are listening to this on the podcast feed, um, there is a second part to this. So we're we're sparing your drive and breaking this up into pieces, also sparing our voices. Um, if you are in the stream, we are going to record half of this today and half of this tomorrow. If you're in the podcast feed, I'm trying to get these up as quickly as I can, so you may have part two already. I will probably say something similar in part two to make sure that you've listened to part one, because so, some podcast clients only download the last one, and you may get two in in quick succession. Um, but and, and it's Passover starts today, so we'll see how quickly I'm able to edit everything with everything else that's going on, but yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll figure that out <laughs> as we go. Um, so I guess why there, you know, I'm trying to think about what we need to talk about on a high level before we get into the cards. Obviously frenzy is the new keyword that is, uh, is a, an effect that triggers the first time that a minion is damaged. Um, and it is much like spell burst. It happens. It's an after effect and it happens only once. So I don't, I know that's mostly warrior, but there are some other frenzy minions that are going to come into play and neutrals, obviously. Um, there are yeah. some other frenzy minions. Oh, I think Hunter has a few too. So we'll see that come into play. I, I, I like them doing this type of effect where it's something that is not infinitely abusable. I think they're finally learning their lesson there, which is nice. Um, we'll get into the individual cards to see how much it's going to be impactful. But I mean, I think a spell burst is any indication frenzy should be something that's going to be pretty impactful going forward. Yeah, it's it's one of those actually I think unlike spellburst, I think it's one of those mechanics that like you're fine letting your opponent trigger it for the most part. Um but you know, it and unlike you know, because spellburst you just kinda of get that value right off the bat. And but like frenzy, I think it's it's and a lot of the frenzy cards are attached with rush, so it's so they can trigger on the time you play them. But we'll get into that and we'll guess let's get started, I guess, yeah. with the card review. Yeah, is there anything else that we any and there's no there are no other keywords or mechanics, right? Oh, the spell schools, right? 
spell, spell schools, schools, the spell schools, spell schools but that, yeah, that goes all the way back to the beginning of time in Hearthstone. So there, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll point that out as they come in. But basically, it's tribal it's tribal tags for spells, and it's it's super cool. Yeah, and and so they've gone back and retagged a lot of the older spells. Not all of them, but a lot of them have also gotten spell schools attached to them. And then there are cards that interact with them. We'll call them out as we see them. But I just want to make sure that, you know, if you're if this is the first time that you're, you know, if you've been waiting to get a lot of the analysis, you haven't really been paying attention or you've forgotten since BlizzCon, you know, it's good to just kind of touch on those things ahead of time so that we've talked about them. But, yeah, we have a lot of cards to get into. So let us um, let's let's throw these up on, on the whoops. No, that's the wrong button. Um, there you are. Okay, there we go. You went away for a second because I, I clicked on the get rid of desk cab <laughs> button instead of the put the cards up on the screen button. But, you know, we, we got there. So you want to take the first one, Matt, and we'll start from there with Demon Hunter? Sure. Yeah, so let's. I kind of want to go over Demon Hunter a little bit. Demon Hunter got added, uh, was given a new, um, I want to say, a new identity, this set, with uh, the identity of Death Rattle Demon Hunter. Uh, we'll get into the death rattle cards for Demon Hunter, but um, you know, other you know, so other than drawing cards and doing damage to people's face, you know, they're trying to do, do something else with Demon Hunter. And, but and the sigils first, too, and sigils as well, which is a really cool mechanic. But uh, but the first card we're going to talk about for Demon Hunter, it has nothing to do with sigils or death rattle or anything. It's uh, Cur- Curtis Ashfallen. It's a four mana three four a legendary with a battle cry. Attack the left and rightmost enemy minions. Outcast. It's immune this turn. Um, it's a really solid board control tool for Demon Hunter. Really good off of uh, Illidari Studies. Um, it's something that I think like a Soul Demon Hunter would use against an aggro deck, and it does really well. I think it's a I think it's a solid three. It doesn't really fit the theme of Demon Hunter the set, but I think it's just a solid utility card that you might choose to put in a deck. Yeah, I mean, like it looks like Soul Demon Hunter is going to get enough defensive tools that it might be able to be a thing again. And like, if you, this is kind of one of them. So, I mean, it's like, if you need to get rid of it, I mean, unless your opponent has like a huge board, you're going to be able to control like what you're hitting with this a lot. And I mean, even if you can't get the outcast, I don't think it's the end of the world. I think it's important that Illidari studies will pull this because it is outcast. So even if you're not running this in the deck, you'll probably get offered it a fair amount because of Illidari studies. Um, and, and it's fine off of it. I mean, for three mana off of Ildari studies, it's, it's fine. Yeah. It's um, a spider tank. And, and when you get it off of Ildari studies, it'll be, it'll be outcast by default. If you're, if you're just playing it, um, it's a little bit harder to get the outcast to go off. I mean, we've seen that with like Stelina and glide and stuff like that. And certainly skull, um, anything that's, that's, uh, on the expensive side is sometimes hard to make, make its way over, but, um, it's, it's fine. I think it's, it's a good defensive tool. I don't know that it's necessarily what Demon Hunter needed, but I, you know, given that Altruist is rotating, if this is, if this is the, uh, the, the legendary that whose name ends in S that's going to replace him, I'm, I'm kind of okay with that. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it's a, it's a fair three. I think it's a fine card. I think it'll probably fall out, but you'll probably just take it off of Eldari studies and you won't even notice it's on your deck. Yeah. I'm, when, when I, when I rebuilt Soul Demon Hunter for a new standard rotation, they lost full four cards. Um, they lost Blade Dance and Twin Slice, so you know this could fit right in there. And there's other, but there's other cards that also fit that niche in this set. So let's uh, move on to the next one. Yeah, I mean they got they got like straight replacements for both those cards that we'll talk about exactly. in, in a minute. Um, so let's go. Let's talk about Death Speaker Blackthorn. That's kind of referring to this Death Rattle theme that we're getting in Demon Hunter now. Seven out of three six Battle Cry summon three Death Rattle minions that cost five or less from your deck, and and so. 
we'll talk about what the death death rattle hunter death rattle demon hunter cards actually are and those look a little bit unimpressive but i think it doesn't super matter if you're doing this if you're getting a, a three six and then three minions it doesn't it almost doesn't matter what they are right like when you're summoning summoning that much stats for seven mana and those those minions will do something when they die as valuable or or not valuable as that is just the pure stats that you're vomiting onto the board all at once like this is yeah it's more expensive than called arms or i guess less expensive than than master okar but though master okar was able to target things a little bit better but it's just like it's a stat dump and when you're dumping that much that many stats i think that that's kind of an effect that you're willing to build around even if the death rattle effects don't seem as impressive and we'll talk about i have thoughts on that too but you know at least this 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 is a build around card and even if we don't have the death rattles to build around right now whether you think we do or not we probably will over the next year and a half two years yeah that's that that's why i'm kind of holding back on this card they're like they're the, your best death rattles right now to pull out of this are two renowned performers and a fishy flyer or any combination of that and then you're just putting bad cards in the deck to make your your deck worse. You're good, maybe kind of good, not good. Um, and you're kind of and, and you're also waiting to turn seven to get like mediocre death rattles. Just kind of does seem less than ideal. Um, it really does like it's one card that does have potential if they put some really cool and really good death rattles in the pool. Um, and, but, but that you actually would want to put in your deck. But we'll see how much that develops and how much they are, they support this death rattle demon hunter archetype across the year. I'm not sold on it yet. I'm kind of on a three for this. I'm, you know, I think it has a chance to be a four, but also seven mana is a lot in this meta, right? In in, in the meta that I think we might be getting into. Uh, so. Yeah, I mean, it can be, but like, think about Call to Arms, right? Like, Call yeah. to Arms was summoning three minions that cost two or less. So you're getting, for four mana, you were getting usually you know, more than four mana worth of, worth of stuff, right? Like if you, and I mean, it's, it's easier when you're playing that in, when you were playing that in even Paladin, because you knew that you were getting six mana for four mana, six, six, six mana worth of, worth of minions for four mana. You're probably getting more than seven mana worth of, worth of minions for, True. for seven mana, even if you consider that, and this is a minion itself. So this is probably like a four drop in terms of stats. So if you're getting more than three mana worth of minions off of this, and you're almost, you're almost guaranteed to unless you unless it's at the bottom of your deck you're probably getting value out of this and there there are minions that you probably don't want to be drawing later in the game because you probably have some other sort of bomb that you're using to finish off the game that's fair right? i mean yeah yeah like i said like we'll see i think right now it's not there but i think it has it has a strong chance of being there especially if they yeah. print some good death rattles I, I mean i'm up to a four on it just because i feel like if it's not there, it will be at some point. Like I have a hard yeah. time seeing how how an effect like this is not is not good enough to see play at some point in the next two years. Yeah, I agree. We'll see how it goes. Like, yeah. we'll, we'll come back to it in a year, and then say we'll say, well, this goes in the altruist in the in the Blackthorn deck. Yeah. So yeah, okay. and I am looking forward in in the four days to pull out. I am looking forward to playing next out Demon Hunter and Wild with. Um, Putting Fugan Stallard and a oh, um, and a, oh, and a Sludge Belcher out in, out of my deck. Let me just call yeah, it Max Out Demon do. Hunter. Yeah, that'll do quite nicely. <laughs> All right, let's move on to Sigil of Flame, which is our first sigil. Sigils are basically kind of secrets, but they're not secrets because there's nothing secret about Demon Hunter. Um, 
it goes in the secret slot above the hero and um and basically you hover over it and you can see what it does first one up is sigil of flame it's a two mana fell spell at the start of your next turn deal three damage to all minions this card's incredible um it basically is a flame ward that you know will go off in the next turn, so it kind of has that doomsayer effect, and you cannot interact with it. Interact with it at all slows down an aggro deck or just um, punishes them for overextending uh, if they if you end up living that turn. Really does nothing against control, and but I think this slots right into whatever version of Soul Demon Hunter uh, exists in the uh, post rotation. I give this a solid three. I think it might be bump, bumping up this to a four. Yeah, it, I, I'm I'm on a three just because I mean this is not as much as the other schedule, and just as an aside, like since we have like a, an, a, a punctuation mark for each one of the the uh, the things that goes in that slot, like you have the the exclamation point for quests and the question mark for uh, for secrets. I really hope this is an interrobang. That would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Especially with the other sigil, I, it definitely used to be in Terrabang. But, um, but I mean, it's this is another like this is basically Blade Dance, right? Like this, this is a replacement for Blade Dance, or it's supposed to be the replacement for Blade Dance. It's not Blade Dance because it's not going to do like ten to the board when you when you've built up your your weapon. But it's another like clear to be able to get your weapon through to face. So I think from that perspective, I don't know how it, it's not Blade Dance, but it's going to fit into that slot, and I think it'll see play in that role. Agreed. Yeah, I think this this is incredibly good, and I think this will probably say see play in a good amount of Demon Hunter decks. Yeah, I mean, just having an effect like this that disrupts your opponent's turn and they can't deal with, they can't do anything about it is a you know that that's a good thing to have basically because it just kind of it makes your opponent's turn awkward because they have to take a turn off to not play into this knowing that it's coming like doomsayer at least you could kill the zero seven here you just can't do anything about it and it's like when the uh when the imprisoned observer goes off and that's been i mean we've seen that that's it's it you know there are ways to play around it but it's also been a pretty powerful card that's been in mage at least in in highlander mages since it was printed yeah and the thing also for imprisoned servers took two two turns to go off this took takes one and like it's you cannot in like you have a lot less time to Make your board more resilient to a one mana turn effect. So yeah, yeah. so I think and, this and it is co- only costs you two instead of three to get that yeah. effect, which is is easier to fit into a turn. And it's one more damage. It's good. Yeah. It's good. All right, you get the next All right. one. I think. So so vengeful spirit, uh, four mana. A vengeful vengeful spirit is a four mana four four outcast. Draw two death rattle minions. So I mean, it's draw in the death rattle deck. Outcasting a four drop is uh, we've already talked about is difficult. And if you're not outcasting this, this is just a four mana four four, which you never want to be playing. So I think this is this feels like a two to me. I mean, it might if you really really need that draw, then you can do it. Um, it's mo- probably more likely a nerf to Illidari studies than anything else, really. Yeah, yeah. This doesn't go in any out any death rattle deck that you want to play because you want to you want to recruit them out with the seven mana legendary. Um, yeah. The only edge case I kind of saw for this card was to tutor your Coilfang Warlords, which, you know, if we're doing Coilfang Warlords, I'm a happy man. Um, but I think, yeah, there's, like, I think this is this only exists for, like, if you have specific death rattles that are part of your game that you want to pull, I think this is it. But I don't think, I don't think we're recruiting death. I think we want to be playing our death rattles for free in that deck. We don't want to be drawing them. So that's why I'm giving this a two. Yeah, I mean, I guess if you have to get the chain started, this is a way to do it. But I would imagine you have enough death rattles in that deck; you don't need, you don't really need this. Yeah, 
All right, moving on to the first rare, and then onto the Death Rattle Demon Hunter continues. Razorfin Beastmaster. It's a three mana three three. Death Rattle summon a Death Rattle minion that has four or less, or that costs four or less from your hand. Um, I'm giving this a solid one. What four mana Death Rattles are we looking to hear? Uh, renowned performers, Fishy Flyer. Once again, bad cards to make bad cards better. Um, yeah, I don't think we're making a deck with this. So. Here's the here's the thing with this, right? Is the the theme of Death Rattle Hunter, Death Rattle Demon Hunter seems to be I heard you like Death Rattles, so I put Death Rattles in your Death Rattles. And the idea of it, I don't think like we've when we've seen Death Rattle decks in the past, it's been Resurrect Priest, it's been Recruit Hunter, it's been um, like uh, Q block, right? Where you're just like, you're trying to get value and resurrect that value. And so you're putting really powerful death rattles in your deck in order to, to, to get as much value out of them and then, rec- re- then, then resurrect them or recur them somehow. I don't think that's how death rattle demon hunter wants to play. I think the idea of death rattle demon hunter is that it's actually a tempo deck where the idea is that you have a board that never actually goes away. Right. So and and maybe this is where the vengeful hunter kind of comes in, where you get a bunch of death rattles down and the death rattles summon more death rattles. So your opponent is never it's like everything has soul of the forest. Mm-hmm. Right. Where you're never really able to clear. And then you, the, the demon hunter gets to keep effectively gets all these minions with charge as your opponent clears them and then keeps going. So I'm not saying that that's going to work. <laughs> I'm just not to say that that's that's the way that it's going. So I think that in that kind of a deck, right? I think this might work. And I mean, if you're if you're summoning things like loot hoarders are still in standard. Um, I I'm pretty sure leper gnomes went away and the cobalt whatever yeah. the cobalt the two one cobalt went away. But yep. you know there there are some other death rattles that um, you know I mean you can summon another one of these and kind of keep chaining. Uh, so that might be the way that we're trying to do this. So that from that perspective, I'm giving it a three, just because I think that if that's the that's the style of deck that De- Death Rattle Demon Hunter is going to be, then I can see where this isn't. I mean, Void Collar summoned any demon, so obviously it's a little bit better than this. But even just having a minion that, if you think like way back to like mid range Zoo, right? Like obviously you're not getting a Malganus out of this, but sometimes you would get like a, a Flame Imp for free. Right. And that was okay. Right. So like I think that's kind of the way that this it's more like a mid range death rattle zoo than than it is like uh, a recruit hunter or a res priest. Yeah, I guess I can kind of see it now where like, you know, you're just pulling out all the death rattles in your hand and then like it makes cards like uh Skull of Gul'dan a lot easier to outcast because there's less garbage in the way. Like the middle right. the middle position Skull of Gul'dan. Um yeah, I might bump this up to a two. I think this and the other card that we're going to talk about a little bit later, I think, are just really strange and like kind of have like some. I don't know. I kind of have to see them in play and and use them to see how they work. I'm, so I'm going to bump this up to a two, but I'm not completely sold on it yet. Yeah, I mean, and, and I'm I'm saying this, I'm I'm selling this, and I don't necessarily believe in it. <laughs> you know, like I, I'm saying that that's what they want. That's what they want us to do with this. I don't know if it's going to work. I don't know if it's good. Yeah. But I, I think that's the way that they want us to build. So. Yeah. All right. Um, is this me? This is you. Okay. Sigil of Silence. Uh, zero mana spell. 
Shadow Spell. I guess we need to call out the, the spell schools now, too. Zero Mana Shadow Spell. At the start of your next turn, silence all enemy minions. So, uh, yeah, this is a Soul Hunter, Soul Demon Hunter card. Easy. Because what this means is that you get to pick a turn when you are ready with all of your face, what, face damage and your opponent cannot taunt to get in the way, regardless of whether you have a cane or not. And there's nothing they can do to stop it. So this is actually really scary to me because there's go, it, it allows the, the Soul Demon Hunter to basically set up a turn where they get to hit face and you have no, you have, you, you're not going to be, the only way you can get out of it is by healing a lot, which is not a really consistent game plan. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm once again, I'm not sold on this particular sigil. I think this one, um, it's a lot easier to, kind of, I guess, play around because, you know, you know, it's up. You can't really, well, then you can't put your top up and then you're getting hit in the face. Um, I think there's part of me that thinks like this is a zero mana do nothing spell, um, which it kind of puts it in. It, yeah, but which puts it in the one category. But I think, yeah, it, there is that off case where like a, a board silence is kind of um kind of ridiculous like it it was way over costed with uh mass dispel um in my opinion and i i think this one it does have a chance but i i i don't see it and i don't think there's room in um a f- kind of like a soul like a soul demon hunter deck for this particular card i think the card they want the sigil they want is a three damage one so I think this one kind of like might show up, but I don't think this one sticks around. So I think I'm kind of I I, I see I see the application, but I don't see it I don't see it fitting in a deck. I think this is a yeah I think I'm I'm willing to give this a two. Well, I mean I guess that the the question is, do you want to remove minions to not die, or do you want to remove minions to end the game so you don't die? Right? Yeah. Because if you if this ends the game, right? If this if this is a, a two turn lethal setup then you play it every time, right? Because if it, this is why it's scary to me because it feels like it's a two turn lethal setup. You get, you get your weapon down. It costs you nothing to play it that turn. And it's a mass dispel that your opponent, that your opponent really can't do anything about. And then you're able to use your entire man to the next turn to, to throw all of your damage at them. And and a lot of times, like, that's the difference between winning and losing as a Soul Demon Hunter is, like, a Librum of Hope staring you in the face, right? Like, that's how you lose, is, is like, a Divine Shield taunt that is staring you in the face that you cannot do anything about. And this lets you set up and then say, You're, you can play that, but it's eight healing and it's not stopping my damage. Mm-hmm. And and from that perspective, I feel like it's it's kind of scary. I feel like this is a four because I feel like it, it, it's, it's specifically because of soul demon hunter. It's specifically because of, of weapons needing to hit face that, that this is really critical. Like we, we would play this. We sometimes play consume magic and I think this would replace it. I know consume magic is card draw also, but there are sometimes yeah. when you get like, or, uh, you know, like, uh, like taunt druid is going to be a thing, right? Like they've printed enough min- enough minions that taunt druid is something that they want to be a thing. So if you run into a Taunt Druid or a Liberum Paladin, I mean, Liberum Paladin, this is lights out, right? I mean, they can just not play the Liberum. They can trade off the Liberum in the meantime. But, I mean, Mass Dispel in, in decks that want it is really powerful. And in and that Soul Demon Hunter specifically is a deck that wants it because of Taunts, especially Taunts with Divine Shield. All right. Yeah, I, I can see it. I just, I'm, I'm, I'm curious to see what, how good soul, soul demon hunter will be and like especially like what's looking to turn into a minion based meta so yeah yeah i don't know i mean 
the the core of Soul Demon Hunter is still there, right? Like at some yeah. point, it will probably be good. Is it going to be this set? I don't know, but I think at some point, it seems hard to believe that that Soul Demon Hunter is not going to make a, a resurgence just because most of those cards stick around, and we know that 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 engine works, right? Exactly. All right. Moving okay. on to a weapon, it's Tusk Piercer. It's a one mana one two um, weapon. Death Rattle. Draw a Death Rattle minion. Um, it's a two for me because it's a one mana weapon, and getting it to two attack on a one mana weapon is pretty pretty good. Um, the Death Rattle I don't think really matters too much. Um, there's enough draw on Demon Hunter, and I think um, getting um, the Death Rattle minion. You know, like, so, like if Death Rattle Demon Hunter is a thing, this might be a card. I doubt it. I think you would actually rather play um, Warclaves, maybe, just for the board control. Um, but I think this 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 is an interesting piece. Um, like I said, I think it's a two. I think it's 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 fine. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a three just because I think you're going to play it in the Death Rattle Demon Hunter because the 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 idea again is that you want to be summoning the cards from your hand, right? So in order to summon the cards from your hand, you need to draw them. So it, tutors are powerful, right? I mean, it, it the outcast minion may be asking too much from you, but this really isn't, right? Like, you want to play a cheap weapon early anyway. I mean, we played, um, uh, oh, God, why can't I even remember the name of it now? The the one that summons the the imps. Um, it's just been, like, a year since we played it now. But the the two-mana draw the two mana weapon. Um, it summons imps? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. The, the, yeah. The, the, yeah. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that I'm, I'm getting old and I can't remember card names anymore. But, Chat, but, let but us know. You, yeah, but that you know, <laughs> so we played that right. Like this is it's two damage on turn two. It's one damage on, on turn one and two damage on turn two, or it can be two damage on two and three, depending on what your hand looks like. It's drawing you an extra card. Those cards are cards that you want because the death rattle summon death rattles from your hand. So I think it kind of it, it kind of gets that engine going. I don't think it's great. I don't think you're going to love playing it, but I feel like in that deck you kind of need to. So that's where where I get to a three with it. Okay, sounds good. All right, so Razorbore is another one of these Death Rattle minions. Two mana, two two beast with a Death Rattle. Summon a Death Rattle minion from your that costs three or less from your hand. So again, I mean, we kind of talked through this. It's kind of the same as the three drop, but it's again, it's this cycle of you're getting Death Rattles that kind of chain Death Rattles and never and and never give up board, right? So again, if we're building around that, you're probably building cheap Death Rattles. You're going to want this in your deck. It's again, is this good? I don't know. But I think that in that deck, you're going to be playing this. So that's a three for me for the same reason. And I assume it's probably a two for you for the same reason. <laughs> actually, I think I think this is actually the the weaker of the of the of the summon of thing that's bigger. And because like a two mana two two is not great. Um, the best thing that this could pull is that two four taunt for death rattle heal for three right now, I think. Um, so I don't think that's good enough. Uh, or can heal, or can it can well, summon its brother. It can summon its brother, I guess. Or which sneak, is nice. sneaky delinquent is a card. Sneaky delinquent. Oh yeah, it's true. Sneaky delinquent. I get yeah. If we're playing, yeah, okay. I mean, it's yeah. It's probably a two then. But like, I don't know. Like, sequ- I guess sequ- sequential death rattle DH. It could summon itself. It's okay. Um, but like, yeah, it's 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 okay. But I like I, I'm still not sold on death rattle DH. I guess I ha- it's one of those things I have to play it and get beaten by it to see to see it happen and. Uh, uh, it's just, it's just, there's not enough in this set, I think, to make it an actual archetype. So yeah, and and it may not be the set, right? Like yeah, it's, exactly. I, I mean, I I have all I have full faith that we will be getting some stupid cheap death rattle soon. Yeah, um, like and, yeah, and and you know, like you know, this they stopped. They said there was not never going to do free shaman again. Well, hopefully, death rattle demon, demon hunter is not free shaman. Yeah, but I mean, they're going to print neutral demon, death rattles, right? So yeah. 
Either way, but it's, yeah, but I mean, I, I guess, you know, that's, that's the thing, right? It's like, it's just, it's not, it doesn't have to be good. It just has to be a body, right? It's a body that they have to keep, re- keep replacing, bo- they keep replacing bodies. They, you know, it's like, like Token Demon Hunter. We just don't have, like, we don't have Savage Roar. So, you know, that's, that's kind of the piece that's missing, right? It's like, that's why Soul of the Forest is scary and why Soul of the Murloc is scary because of Savage Roar and Bloodlust. You don't really have that in Demon Hunter. So I guess that's, that's kind of the disconnect, but. I agree. Yeah. yeah, and like, yeah, you kind of have to, you and like, yeah, and your opponent can just ignore this, and you trade it off, and then you get another nerd on the board. I don't know. It's, yeah. it's, 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 it's fine. All, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, I'm not going to bo- sell you on Death Rattle Demon Hunter because I don't believe in it enough myself to sell you on it. So exactly. Uh, well, here's a card. Right. I'm we, we can not, agree on this one. So go ahead. Yeah. I'm, here's a card I'm definitely not sold on. File call. It's a three mana non tribal spell. Um, summon two two uh, demons with life steal. Um, it's landscaping, but with life steal. Um, I don't hate it, but I don't see a home for it because. I guess they kind of gave up on token DH, um, and this is our token DH card. And there's nothing there to buff them. There's nothing there to do anything with these cards except for have two nerds that heal you occasionally. Um, yeah, I'm not. I'm not a big fan of this card. It's a one. I mean, I guess you could play Ilganoth in a broom, and you could do like six damage to face. <laughs> sure, but also. That's like okay. That's seven, eight mana. That's an eight mana turn, and you're doing six damage when you an eight mana. You could play. Yeah, um, you could do. You could do you, much, you could much do, more. You could do the Ilganoth combo anyway. So yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the one. I don't. I don't. Uh, this is. This feels like an arena card to me. Yeah, like I, I don't. I don't see why you're gonna want to do this in constructed. We don't need to spend a lot of time on it. Um. Oh, oh here. Well, you know, spin, and we have time for this card instead. So Fury Rank One is a one mana fell spell. Give your hero plus two attack this turn. Upgrades when you have five mana. This is the other mechanic we didn't talk about, or the up, or the rank cards. So the rank cards upgrade at five and ten mana, and they get and they get more powerful as the game goes on. Yeah, it's it's three at five mana, and then four at six mana, or four at ten mana rather. So I mean, it's not quite twin slice, but it may as well be. Um, I mean, the it's it's only one spell, so if you have things that trigger off of spells like Penflinger, it's a little bit worse. Um, it, I mean, obviously, until you get to 10 mana, it's not doing as much damage, but it, it's pretty close. And I think that it's going to serve basically the same the the same role. I mean, it is it is objectively worse in the early game when you sometimes need it to like trade off a uh, trade off a minion. But like in the games where it, it's not I don't think it's really going to matter all that much. I, I think it's still going to be a card that's going to be an insta add in most Demon Hunter decks. And I think that's a that's a five. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a replacement for Twin Slice. It's not Twin Slice, but Twin Slice was also ridiculously busted. Yeah. Um. So, but it's still really good. And like, yeah, this just goes in the Twin, twin Slice spot in Soul Demon Hunter. Um, yeah. And also, you know, you can get this off Wand Maker, which is also kind of really gross. Yeah. So. So it's yeah. good. Yeah. It's a five. Yeah. It it's good. It'll be a played. I mean, we needed some some replacement for Twin Slice. So there you go. Okay, and that right. is uh, that's Demon Hunter. Yep. Uh, so let's go on so to we're Druid. Move on to Druid. Yep. Yep. Druid's uh, identities. This set is taunts, um, nature buffs, and also really weird combos. Because um, <laughs> um, there's a really bonkers card that scares the crap out of me. But let's talk about the first one. Plague Mother Rotting. It's a four mana three four. After it's a legendary. After a friendly minion with taunt dies, summon a new copy of it without taunt. 
Um, I give this a solid three. It's a solid, it's a kind of just a taunt support card. It reminds me a lot of um, the Death Rattle one um, back in uh, KFT. The hey, the Hinternox? No. Um, what's that one that summoned that triggered a Death Rattle when you played it? Um, oh, uh, oh, um, yeah. No, I know who you're talking. The three drop, right? Like that was a four drop. It was um, four drop. Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember this, either, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, people, I've had this problem. I've had this problem this week where I just can't forget old cards because all all the new all the new cards are just coming in. All the old cards are falling out of my head. There was like like there was that one episode of Married with Children like forever ago when Kelly goes on the game show and they they like gr- like train her for weeks and then like the final the final question for like the Hello? big prize is oh, like who scored four touchdowns in one game <laughs> it was Al and, it, and she couldn't remember because because everything else had pushed that out of her brain so <laughs> <laughs> all right yeah but this 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 card reminds me a lot of that and and um it's i think i think it's solid it's a, it's a, it's a good support card uh, oh it wasn't Cobalt and Yeah and, and, and i mean like Maybe it was. It sounds like a Cobalt and Catacombs card, um, but yeah, like I, I was putting this into like a Taunt Guardian Druid deck with. Um, actually, that seems to be like the only Taunt was like Teacher's Pet, so I'm not sure. Oh, I, oh, you know what? Because there's a Mike of the Mark of the Spark Shell that we'll talk about later that can give a minion Taunt. So like that's kind of a. It's a six mana combo where you can you can get another copy of a minion that you want. So like if you want another Moonfang. Or you want another um, Lake Thresher or something like yeah. that, then you could do it. I, it's probably not good. Um, like the problem is that like there aren't that many taunts that you really want to be getting extra copies of, other than like Graybow, and maybe Graybow is the use case because getting extra Graybows and because Graybow without taunt will still have the Death Rattle on Graybow, so then you get more Graybows mm-hmm. and you just have Graybows for days, and then you get tired of saying the word Graybow. So. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, I, I mean, there's probably some weird. You, I mean, I, that's why I'm giving this a three. I think it's probably some sort of a weird deck that wants to abuse this, but I'm 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 not smart enough to figure it out right now. So, yep. and that card was Spirit Singer Umbra and those on Goro. That's right. Yes, yes. Okay. Um, Guff Rune Totem is a three mana two four. After you cast a nature spell, give another friendly minion plus two plus two, and and these. These cast a whatever spell cards have actually been pretty difficult to evaluate up until, like, actually I'm realizing right now because they didn't tag the cards that were going from the the Year of the Phoenix expansions with with schools until very late. So it's, like, it's hard to, you know, I mean, we have what was in core, but it's actually kind of hard to... Um, like say, well, these are the cards that you're going to be triggering this with, which are, are kind of important for being able to um, for being able to say like, is this good or not? When you're looking at when you're looking at at what's going to be in standard, right? So, mm-hmm. like, there's I, I'm looking at them now. Like, you have like Innervate, Lightning Bloom, Nature Studies, Iron Bark, um, Living Seed, Mark of the Spike, Mark of the Spike Shell, Mark of the Wild, like the Solar Eclipse, but not Lunar Eclipse for some reason. Um, the the one that summons one twos with taunt, fungal fortunes, landscaping, wild growth, germination, overgrowth, soul of the forest, arbor up, force of nature, nourish, runic carvings, and scenario ward. So this is a token a token druid card basically, because mm-hmm. like a lot of those cards go in token druid. 
So if we're doing that, right, if you're if you're playing this, you have you have to have a board, but say and it's going to be after. So if you say go guff rune totem landscaping lightning bloom um like solar eclipse and uh, like you know and going on from there then all of those cards that you're chaining will end up buffing your board more i think so i think that in a totem in a a token druid type of deck i think as a one-off this probably does see a place just because so many of those cards are nature are nature spells Mm mm-hmm yeah, that's that's where I'm at with this. There's a like it's a really cool and crazy effect, but also it's an after effect, and also it requires you to have another minion on board, at least one other minion on board to make this work. Um, the fact that innervate or, or, and, or the or the spell that you're casting summons a minion because it's yeah. an after effect. Then Is the summoned after? minion will immediately get the buff. Oh, okay, that's that's actually better. Okay, that's that's but that, just, yeah. that just justifies my four then. Um, yeah, it's just, just a strong support card, and if it lasts longer than a turn, it won't. Um, because it, this doesn't get buffed at all by itself. Um, so, you know, it's a three mana two four that will probably be hot, like you're the one that you're targeting. Uh, and also, you know, the only downside of this card is also Arbor, Arbor Up as a card. And you, you know, you can kind of do the same thing to your entire board with Arbor Up. So, you know, this Arbor Up is ridiculous. Well, yeah, I mean, you can play this with Arbor Up. Yeah, I mean, yeah, then you, exactly. get, you, get pl- you get plus two, plus two on this, and, and then like, plus two, plus two on one of the treants. Yeah, and that's that's kind of disgusting, especially if you're starting with the uh, if you're if you're solar eclipsing. I mean, yeah. I guess the solar eclipse doesn't doesn't trigger on anything if you don't have another anything else on the board. But still, it's yeah. like this. Yeah. yeah, this card this card's crazy. It can snowball like crazy. Yeah. We'll see if it actually. I, I think I think it has a tome, and that and that token druid is still just good, and it's going to be good forever. It's gonna yeah, be good just, until, until, until Arbor. It's gonna be good until Arbor up gets nerfed, which I have a feeling it might get nerfed at some point because that card is yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, but it'll be a little bit more fair, which is nice. So, yep. I mean, I think Arbor up costing five is a little bit better than Savage or costing three in terms yeah, but, of you know being yeah. able to burst your opponent down from nothing and yeah. not not giving your face attack. Also, is yep. a little bit more fair. All right, moving okay. on to the epic. Uh, one epic. It's uh, the first epic. Druid of the Plains is a seven mana seven six rush with frenzy. Transform into a six seven Kodo with taunt. So if this takes damage and survives, it turns into a six seven with taunt. It's a beast called Druid of the Plains. Um, it's Coilfang Warlord, but seven mana and a beast, and um, it's a lot easier to trigger the quote unquote death rattle and uh, and and keep the taunt out and get that and get a big bulky taunt. It's expensive though. Um, I don't think we're looking to do beast Druid this this set. We'll see, um, but yeah. I, I I can I can yeah I don't I don't think this has a home yet but this is a cool card and it's a great arena card. I mean I guess the way you need to look at this is it's a seven mana six seven taunt deal seven damage to a minion yeah right and and like that's almost playable I, I you know in a ramp druid maybe you could run that because I mean we're losing swipe right so like swipe is the way that you would deal with stuff like that like you don't have a way to do. You're you're doing your damage with minions and with your face now. You're not gonna have swipe and moonfire and like starfire. I'm mean, not that we ever played starfire, but you could get it off of nature studies, right? Mm-hmm. So like you're not gonna have those effects where you actually can just do direct damage to a minion. So you this that might push this into playability. 
yeah the fact that you just don't have those other tools like that's what makes evaluating this set in particular so difficult because like we don't know what this rotation is going to look like because we've we've just been assuming that we're going to have all the classic cards that we've had forever and like swipe going away is a big deal yeah. as far as that's concerned well any of so, like the I, druid damage spells yeah yeah so it's like I, I think we i think we keep wrath right no, we lose Wrath, too. Oh, we lose Wrath, too? Yeah, then, I mean, it's 7 mana is a lot, but you also have Overgrowth, right? So, like, 7 mana is still probably, like, turn 5, <laughs> anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, I've got it up to a 3 just because, like, I feel like those lack of other direct damage may make it that this is a little bit more viable. And if you're talking about, again, a 6-7 taunt, deal 7 to a minion, that's borderline playable. Yeah. And I guess this also kind of goes in that taunt druid thing that we're trying to do as well, because the the back end of this is also a taunt, and then we try to do taunt things with it and make more taunts. And um, yeah, um, so I mean, if you get you don't you, you get a copy of the of the transform version if you if you get it off the legendary. Yeah, you get a, you get a, you get an ogre, which is nice. Yeah, yeah, ogre with taunt, which is not terrible. Yeah, exactly. All right, this one, this one's yours. Oh boy, celestial alignment, the card that that launched a thousand Reddit threads. Um, seven mana arcane spell. Set each player to zero mana crystals. Set the cost of all of cards in all hands and decks to one. This is a terrifying card. It, it's one of those cards that's like it's not terrifying. It's anxiety inducing because it's not actually it, it's not actually presenting a threat, but it's creating the, the possibility for a lot of threats and. What's what's also scary is that this is a, a, a symmetrical effect. So you're also doing this for your opponent, and you're giving your opponent the first crack at it. So it's a lot like Nose Dorm of the Timeless in that way. And mm-hmm. there are a lot of times when you would play Nose Dorm of the Timeless and just get blown away because you'd be giving your opponent 10 mana when they, you know, early in the game, and they had things that they could use to to capitalize on it. This with this, you're only they're only going to get to play one card, but so are you. But your cards can get you more mana crystals, and theirs can't. Yeah, um, like Nourish is still in, is still going to be in standard, and Nourish would give you two full mana crystals immediately, and then allow you to play two more cards as long as you can survive that initial turn, which you probably can, as long as they're they're limited to one card a turn to start with. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, this this. This makes your like your ramp spells actually relevant late game, in my opinion. This card is absolutely insane. I'm giving it a five. It, if to quote Dave Kosak, it's an evil slap the table evil card. Um, you know, it's kind of like Luna's Pocket Galaxy, but you're resetting the game, at least the mana wise. Um, and you're and this is a card you definitely build around. Um, there's people who are a lot smarter than me that are going to figure this out and going to be um, going to make this card absolutely ridiculous. Um, I don't think it's, it, it may not be this set, but like, you know, if you're running a ramp druid, um, I think this just goes in because your stuff, your one mana stuff is a lot bigger than their one mana, one mana stuff. And I think this is something you want to do. This is, this card's great. I love it. Yeah. I mean, I'm a little bit lower on it just cause I feel like it's going to be a little bit harder to build around. And I, there is some risk there because you're, you're making, you are, giving your opponent that ability as well. And there are going to be other other decks that are going to be late-game control decks that you're allowing them to play all of their cards for one. And that's also a scary thing. So if you're not... If you're not... If you're... Whatever you're doing, 
doesn't kill them almost immediately, then you're you're, you're going to be getting hit on the crackback, right? So that that's where it's a little bit. I, I'm not sure how you build because you kind of need to be building this for like a two or three turn lethal setup if you're doing that. And I don't know how you do that, right? Because like it's not good enough to just say, well, we're going back to zero because if you're dealing with a priest or a warrior or you know or something like that that you know is running you know Cthulhu or or Yasharaj or um, or Nazoth or whatever, right? Like that's that's also going to hit you in the face. Um, that's why this card just kind of breaks my brain. Mm-hmm. I'm giving it a four because I know that it's going to get broken and someone smarter than me is going to figure it out, but I'm not up to a five on it because I don't see it. In, in, I don't see it obviously. Right. And I don't know that that, and, and yeah. even though, even if I can see how you can break it, I don't know if it results in you actually winning the game or you getting blown out by your opponent having value too. Exactly. Yeah. The, the, this is, this is, this is a, I guess this kind of feels like, you know, you're turning, taking turn seven off, but, also the fact that you're also taking turn seven off and you're making them take turn seven off kind of. So I, don't know, I think it has, I think it reminds like I said, it reminded me a lot of Luna pocket galaxy, but I think this actually might be a little easier to play than Luna's was at seven. Yeah. Well, you can't do anything else this turn, right? Exactly. Like you can do stuff before it, but as soon as you play this card, you're out, your, your crystals are gone. True. So you, you can't do anything else after this. So you can't really like take advantage of it after playing it with whatever mana you have left. And you can't it's like you can oh, do things oh. ahead of it and then that's it. And you can't even innervate because your innervate now costs one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I mean maybe maybe in wild you can play like the the, the two one or the, the 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 three mana minion that gives you a mana crystal when it dies, but that's still an empty mana crystal, so Yeah. Um you know, so that doesn't really help you either. All right, so yeah, what I, th- I think this card, this this we both agree this card's ridiculous, but it's we'll, spooky. It's spooky. It's, it's definitely it's very spooky. spooky. Yeah. <laughs> All right, moving on to Mark of the Spike Shell. It's a two mana nature spell. Um, give a minion plus two plus two, and it has taunt. Add a copy of it to your hand. Um, this reminds me of Cryostasis in a way, but with Murabi on board. Yeah, but you know. Um, well, a lot less set up than that, though. Yeah, <laughs> I mean the buff, the buff, the copy is could be very relevant, and the and the buff is pretty strong. But I think actually, I was just looking at Mark of the Wild is a plus two plus three and give a minion taunt. I think that card's actually better than this. I think I'm, that's why I'm giving this a two. Yeah, I mean it's you have to have a taunt that you want to copy, right? Like that. That's that's kind of where we're starting with this. And it's like, well, what are you? I mean, I guess Graybow. Again, I mean, if we're building around Graybow and you want more, and all you want is is like maximum Graybows, which if I build that deck, <laughs> that's absolutely going to be the name. Um, I mean, if I could build it, if I could build a deck called Sometimes Tarantis, I can build a deck called Maximum Graybow. But like, <laughs> but it's like, what are you? What are you getting? Right? Like, it's because like you still have to play the the minion, right? So it's like it's not like you're getting it on the board for free. So it's like what are you what are you trying to get out of it? And like there aren't any taunts in the in the meta that are like maybe a strongman. Like if you want like extra strongman, but that's like that feels like a lot of work. Yeah, it's right? or, oh make actually okay. Um clowns, but if you play clowns, you're usually winning the game anyway. Well, I mean sometimes you need extra waves of clowns and then you know, and then Yashraj gives you more waves of clowns. But then that's that's like, but the, the clowns need to live, right? Because like, cause, I mean, well, I guess you can still have inter- you can innervate it, but I mean, yeah, I, I mean, yeah. The more I think about this, the more I'm like down on, it, and it's probably closer to a two. Yeah. 
We could get, I mean, it could get better with better taunts. We just don't have them right now. Exactly. All right. Um, so Living Seed, rank one, is a two-mana nature spell. Draw a beast, reduce its cost by one, upgrades when you have five mana. And the, um, I believe that's reduces by two and then by three? Correct. Sure. <laughs> like, I, I mean, if you're playing beasts that are big that you want to reduce their cost, you can reduce their cost to zero by playing guardian animals. Yeah. And, and you generally, if you're playing guardian animals, you don't want to be drawing the beast. You want guardian animals to draw them. So, I mean, if you have specific beasts that you want, maybe this is, or you have like a, the, the mythical beast druid, I mean, which I guess with menagerie warden and standard, you might try to do, but I, no, this, I don't think you really want to do this. Oh, I think it's, it's, yeah. you know. Yeah. Like this is like, you know, the, the magical Christmas land of like you play celestial alignment, you play this the next turn and you, and you draw your, uh, druid of the plains on, you know, for one, for zero mana and play it. You know, sure. You know, and, and I, I guess that's not. I guess that's cool, but I don't think that's 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 not happening anytime soon. That's a lot of work to get something that doesn't go face. Exactly. You know? Yeah. So uh, this is a solid one for me. Yeah, I mean, I've got it at two because tutors are powerful, and there's uh, you know, go, put, going down to a one on something like this feels like there might be like something like a beast combo deck later on that you know on ten mana you can draw this and then you get you even get a one count discount if you want to do it that turn like there the like a three mana discount on a card can be powerful i just don't see a way to you to abuse it right now yeah i get it all right okay. moving on to razor main, razor main battle guard the two mana two three the first taunt minion you play each turn each turn costs two less um so if you're playing taunts, this goes in the list. Um, this re- it also gets protected by the taunts you play for cheaper, uh, which is really nice. And if it lives more than a turn, it's absolutely insane. Uh, the only issue I do see is the two mana taunts are okay at best. Um, you know, so like if you're playing this on two, you know, you kind of want to follow this up with like uh, a Noyomatron or something like, like Bone Shore Bone Shore Brawler. Bone Shooter Brawler's okay. I think Anoyotron actually might be better in that case. Anoyotron might be better in the de- in like in this kind of a deck, yes. Yeah, so I think this is good. Um, it's a solid support. Um, yeah, I gave it a three. There's there's definitely some applications and playing cheaper taunts is always good. So. Yeah, I mean, I guess if you're if you're playing like a a cheap a cheap taunt deck, like I don't think this goes in like a Guardian Animal style deck or a Ramp style deck, right? Like this is. This is more like you're playing a lot of a lot of minions that are small that happen to have taunts. You're playing like Bonchura Brawler. You're probably playing like the 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 new taunt that gets plus two health if you have a nature card in your hand. Um, maybe a lone champion is back in standard circus amalgam, like those types of things. Um, so you know I could see that there. I, I think it's. I mean, whenever you're doing that, it's you're getting. You're you're just getting you're basically replacing the mana on this right because you're probably playing this the same turn as a taunt so you're going to basically be getting a two three with a taunt and then if it lives then you get additional value off it so that's 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 a decent enough to be a three in my book. Mm-hmm. Agreed. And actually, does does this stack? So if you have two of these on, does the next one cost four less? I would imagine it does, but I am no Celestalon, so I can't answer that for sure. Okay. But well, I would, why not, I, I would imagine that it does because I mean you're getting that same <laughs> discount on both of them. Yeah, yeah. So my hair two... is not is not blue enough to be Celestial. So. <laughs> All right. All right. You got the um, next one. Thick Kodo is a four mana three five taunt, which is a beast. Death Rattle gain five armor. So I don't know if this is good enough for a Guardian Animals deck, but again, if you're playing one of that lower curve taunt deck, like this is perfectly fine. I mean, this is basically. 
it's it's a cartoon defender effectively that happens to with, with actually with better stats it has beast synergies and just heals you one less so i mean i i don't I, like finding the place for it is um you know it, it may be harder but i think this is a solid three because it'll be it'll, it it may just be like a solid like i don't know what to put in this in my curve well this seems good right yeah, I mean, yeah, it's like you know, it's a it's a three four, three five taunt. It's sentient shield mancer that also gives you um, a heal, which is solid. I guess it you know, there's it could go in guardian animals, but there's also better beast still currently in standard for guardian animals. So yeah, um, you know, maybe the taunt druid, maybe. I mean, it's just it's just like a solid piece. It's nothing flashy. It's a yeah. it's a I two mean, for in me. wild Oaken, if Oaken summons is still a thing, like this is a better four drop than the three six that can't attack unless you have five armor. Well, actually, no, they they'll run a different card than this set for Oaken summons. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. So yeah, well, if you need the if you need the one extra one though, I guess the other extra one is then Archmage uh, Archmage Vargoth, but whatever. Or also the three um, nine taunt from. Oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. from uh, yep. the Rostakon, I believe it is. Oh yeah, that too. Yeah. yeah, because then that screws up. That screws up a uh, big priest. Yeah, exactly. When you so. play it from hand. Okay. Yeah. All right. But yeah, it's it's a solid three. I mean, it's it's fine. And certainly, if you're playing like a limited format or whatever, it'll be it'll be good. Yep. All right. Thorngrow sentries. Um, two mana. Two, uh, nature spell. Summon two one two turtles with taunt. Uh, we played this card before, and it gave, only gave you lifesteal, and the taunts, I think, are better. Um, token runs this, this uh, token druid runs this all day, every day. It's a four. It's a really good card. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's if you're you're getting two minions for one spell, like, token druid will play those cards. Uh, it will play any card that, summon, that says summon X, and X is more than one. So yeah, I don't think we we really need to talk about this. It doesn't matter. You could You could give the turtles deal five damage when they die, and you'd still play that card. So, you know, it's a deal five damage to your face when they die and you'd still play that card. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you'll, you'll, yeah, you'll play, you'll play this every time. So yeah, that, that's a, that's a clear four. And I'm we wondering don't need if to spend a lot of time on it. But I do wonder if the turtles will make it to the water. Um, uh, they will probably not be, because, uh, their opponent will be blowing away anything and everything that lives against that deck. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Um, so. Pride's Fury is a four mana spell. Give your minions plus one plus three. So this is at least looking at the spreadsheet. This is a card we're going to have a discussion about. It looks yeah. like because I am way higher on this card, I think, than you are. Because the, I mean, they have they showed this off in the reveal stream, and I think that the one thing with Token Druid is, especially when you're playing as a control deck against the Token Druid, is that being able to clear the minions is like you you need it, the, the requirement you're putting on your opponent as the token druid player is you need to clear every single one of my boards or else you will die right and a lot of the da- a lot of the the clears that you have early to do that are things like um like I'll use holy nova as an example just cuz it's staying around right so Holy Nova does two to the board, and you have a board full of gibberlings. Well, all of a sudden, if those gibberlings have four butt, or your um, your your one twos that you summoned off the last card now have five butt, like that's really hard to get rid of, and it's hard to get rid of repeatedly, right? Like you can do that once or maybe twice as a control deck. You can't do that over and over again. And if you've already used those clears and then you're kind of planning out your turns and you you let like one or two of these stick, 
and then you're able to fit in like at six mana, you're able to fit in like the you know summon two minions and give them plus one plus three, and then just have bo- minions on board that you can then armor up, armor up, give them more health, and then have more of them. Like that's kind of how you need to be able to snowball when you don't because the the token druid now is not going to be able to burst you down with Savage Roar and double Savage Roar. So it's going to need to hit connect to face a couple of times. So this is going to give them that longevity to be able to, to connect a couple of times and then live long enough to be able to get the other more valuable buffs on them. I, I see your point. I'm still not sold. I, I, am, I'm give, I gave this card a one. I think this card um, is actively worse than Soul of the Forest, in my opinion. Um, Soul of the Forest um, will give you um, death rattle, which is a lot more resilient to board clears, to individual, you know, to individual uh, minion clears as well. Um, the one three is relevant, but also, you know, it's just more health. It's just in a little bit more attack. Soul of the Forest is a lot more resilient, and I think we'd rather run Soul of the Forest and Pride's Fury in a, in a token druid deck. Um, and I think the follow up of Arbor Up, because you're playing Arbor Up in that deck every day. Um, is a lot better for soul with soul to fire forest because honestly, because uh, yeah, you get you get more health, but also just the resiliency of having those tokens like come back come back or those trans come back from minions that have died is in my opinion better. I think this just doesn't get run at all. Um, this so yeah, like I understand I understand yeah the the health buff is a lot more, but. The death rattle from Soul of the Forest is a lot more relevant, and I think you'd run that run Soul of the Forest over Pride Fury in that case, and that's why I just completely discounted this card and didn't even consider it in any type of deck. Why not both? I mean, yeah, you could do both, but also you're running um, you're running Gruff Room Tonum. This is and the, yeah, and this doesn't this doesn't this have doesn't nature, work with to be fair. This doesn't yeah, and Gruff also and Soul of the Forest is also a nature spell which also helps with Gruff. Yeah, so there's. Yeah, like there's some, there's something. Yeah, like the fact that this is not a nature spell also works against this, and I don't think, um, I don't think this this is good enough to make the list, make make the cut in a thirty card list. Yeah, I mean, I feel like turn four is a weird turn in Token Druid anyway. Like you, sometimes you have Soul of the Forest, but you don't necessarily have enough of a board that you want to commit it. Um, you don't like a lot of times turn four is just like you're playing nature studies at the end to try to set up for. Um, is Glowfire, did Glowfire Swarm rotate? Yes. Is that? Okay. So you're basically just trying to set up for Arbor Up now. Yeah. So, like, you need to get, so you're going to need to have that turn, that, that board stick to go into the Arbor Up turn. Um, and it may not be enough minions that you want to commit a Soul of the Forest to it. Right? So, it's, yeah, yeah it's competing at that Mattis slot, but I think you're also going to have a little bit more room with Glowfly going out, with, um, with Savage Roar going out, like, you're going to need more things that buff attack, even if this is not as much attack as Savage Roar. And then this both buffs attack and allows you to preserve a board in the same way the Power of the Wild does, right? So I think that, that with being a little bit more room in the deck, I think that this this may see a place. But I might be... Oh, wait. Glowfly is not rotating, according to chat. So, um, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, this yeah this is, this is much better than... The, yeah, so Delify will still be there. Okay. Okay. Um, I don't know. I, I'm I'm still high on it, and we can disagree on that. That's fine. Um, we'll see. We'll see who's right in a month. But <laughs> if Token Drew is in the deck, <laughs> but we'll see. Who, we'll, we'll 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 figure this out. But I, exactly. I, I'm much higher on this just because I feel like the health buff is pretty relevant. 
against against things like mage and um and and priest that aren't as aren't as able to you know do like hard remove hard removal aoe like something like a warlock can all right so let's move on to hunter okay. and sadisi just left so we can talk about hunter's yep. back and how so so now we can say all the bad things about hunter that we wanted to say exactly no just kidding so hunter hunter's i guess identity is very much beast this set beast shuffling and um Reaction with spe- we're shuffling stuff back into your deck and actually reactions with spells, which actually is kind of cool. Um, so the first one we're going to talk about is Barak Kodobain. Um, he's a five mana five, three five legendary with battle cry, draw one, two, and three cost spells. Um, I give this a solid three. It's um, a problem with Hunter is all the good three mana spells rotated out, but we're also getting one back in Mancrick, or at least his wife. Um, uh, so like getting like drawing a two one a two and a solid and the twos are really solid and three um, this might be starting decks I have a feeling this might start around the decks but it might leave eventually um, when more cards come in this gets better because they they will print for some three mana spells I give this a three it might be bumping up to a four depending on the three mana spells that come up yeah I mean it'll it'll be better later I mean do, does the Mancrix Rife cast wind draw when you draw it with this. Or does it go into your hand? It, well, no, it, 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 when you when you play this, it, the the Mancrix Wife card is a three mana spell. This could be hot fixed too. Um, yeah. So like yeah, like so it will, it won't go in your hand. It'll just draw it out of your deck, It'll cast your draw, and, and then draw you'll get a, and then you'll get another card. Yeah. So it's it's draw draw one draw one draw two and then and draw a card basically exactly which is which is a lot better. Uh, it is relying on you finding a copy of the legendary. And having it die, or it's a battle cry. So finding a copy of that legendary before you play this, in order to get the value off of it, if that's the only three cost spell you're going to have in your deck. Um, and I mean, one, two cost spells are all can all, you know can all be secrets theoretically. Um, you know, and those are those are generally things that you'll run, you'll probably run anyway, or tame beast depending. And then you know, I mean, you have like demon companion um, tracking is a one cost spell that's fine, you're fine to draw. Um, you know, so I mean, the, I, I'm not sold on Mancrick being the answer to this puzzle, but the this puzzle may not be solved this set, but I think it will get solved, and and you know eventually Hunter will get three cost spells that they really want, and um, so I think that or sometimes like as long as the one and two are okay, like Rally's the same thing where you don't really care about the one as long as the two and the three are Sethic and and um, and Nasmani or mm-hmm. um, or Loot Hoarder and. Uh, and and salad's pride and you don't care about the one so maybe it's okay if it's just you're drawing two cards and then just getting a spell out of your deck um so either way i think that's that's fine as a three i don't know if you're gonna run that right away but it certainly could get a lot better as we get more spells in in standard yeah yeah i think that this is solid yeah and yeah what you know getting a tracking getting a secret and getting something is good yeah get drawing three cards is good yeah so yeah, I mean, you know, it was like we had we had subject nine that would draw up to five cards, and they were all secrets, and that was good, yeah. right? So yeah, and once you get like a little bit, once you get beyond beyond three cards, it starts getting awkward to play it anyway. So exactly. All right, so Tavish Stormpike is a three mana two five legendary. After a friendly beast attacks, summon a beast from your deck that costs one less. Yeah, yeah, that's a thing, and. Even at even at five health, we've learned the thing with three mana five health minions that they tend to not die right away. So there's a very good chance this is going to stick around and live, 
even if you can't get the value off of it right away. So you could just tempo this on three and dare your opponent to remove it. If they do, fine. They just spent their whole turn removing a five, five health minion, which is not insignificant. And if not, then you start, you know, opening the cages. Mm-hmm. Not literally, because you're not going to play that, but you're going to play beasts. But... Um, <laughs> But you're just gonna you're just gonna start doing that, and I mean you can you can craft your deck. I mean, Tame Beast is once you're at five mana, that summons a four drop, so that could then summon a Bear Shark, which can you know which which can keep going. You can run Broom in that deck in order to um, you know in order to be able to just get those other minions attacking and summoning more things. So this can get dirty in a hurry. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, this is a solid four for me. Recruiting beasts are good, and the two five on three, it's gonna live. It's super good. Um, yeah, there's, there's. I mean, in, in uh, too bad, unfortunately, snow, snow flipper penguin was not chosen not to be the zero mana card of the set. Oh, yeah. Otherwise, this card would have been op. I mean, just summoning infinite. So, I mean, then you have, then you could, you know, you have all kinds of things that summon one one rushers, and then you could just summon infinite snow flipper. Exactly. And then you could then you could you could dire frenzy the snow flipper. Yep. And then and then you have so many snow flippers. <laughs> yeah, actually, no, actually, dire frenzy makes this card even better because, like, you know, yeah. you could pull out the buffed the buff things that make it even better. There's, um, yeah, this card this card's great, and you know, it's a really solid. It's a kind of you do kind of build around this card with a with a good with a good beast deck. So, yeah. Yeah, and a hunter needs a build around, right? Yeah. Like the hunter's build around was Dino Tamer Brand for like a year and a half. And it hasn't really had anything else. Yeah. So it, Hunter really does need a good build around. This seems like it like a like a pretty good place to start. Alright. Moving on to Kolkar Pack Runner. It's a two mana two three epic. Which uh after you cast a spell, summon a one one hyena with rush. Um I think this is solid. It's a utility card. It's a kind of just kind of decent utility card i gave it a three i might be down to a two no no i've like kind of seen it a little bit or kind of thought about it a little more it's good with secrets good with the one mana spells that you like tracking and like uh um what other and some other one mana spells you might play uh the bonus tokens are fine and also you know it, the one man well, no the one man things can't recruit anything from torch so yeah it's a, it's a two it's okay yeah, I mean, I, I gave it a one. I'll go up to a two. I just don't know why you're summoning a one once with rush, other than like, okay, you get to do one chip damage, big deal, right? Like it's, it feels like it's low value. You're only going to be able, you're you're going to be functionally limited by how much value you can get off of this, just based on your board size. Um, it, it just feels like there are better things you can do with two mana and hunter than this. Yeah. Speaking of a better card, though. Yeah, um, Warsong Wrangler is a four mana three four battle cry. Discover a beast in your deck. Give all copies of it plus two, plus one, wherever they are. So, if you have Dire Frenzied something, everything in your in your deck will get all the all the copies of that will get it. Or if you have the the, the frenzy that that shuffles itself, which we'll talk about, that'll do it. Or, um, and if you already happen to have one of those on board, then that one gets buffed too, and you just get to go face with it. Um, so, I mean, if we're Dire Frenzying, this this can get a lot of value. And then you play the other play Tavish, and then you summon everything that's buffed, and, and then you just have a, a jolly old time. Yeah, this is super strong, and yeah, like with the, if we're dire frenzying, it just makes all your dire frenzy things even bigger, and like you know, it's it's a solid card. You know, I'm I'm looking forward to playing the dire friend the the uh, dire frenzy trampling trampling tramp, trampling rhino infinite yeah. buff deck, and you know. 
killing people with a gigantic uh, trampling rhinos. So. Yeah, I, I would say trampling rhino and maybe king crush are like the targets for this. Yeah, right? exactly. Like you know, if you can, if you want to get, well, make sure you get your king crush. I mean, tutors are powerful. This would be powerful even without like the second sentence. Well, even like um, sunscale raptor is really good with this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so. just like being able to get a particular beast out of your deck and draw it, and then you know be able to play it right away if you need to. Like it's it's a weird kind of card draw for hunter, which hunter has traditionally not even really had great card draw to begin with. And then it just got this extra extra bonus on top of it. So, yeah, I, I think this is an easy four. This is an easy, yeah. uh, you know, a pretty solid card that, that Hunter's going to want. All right. So speaking of Sunscale Raptor, it's a one-mana, one-three with Frenzy. It's a beast. Shovel a Sunscale Raptor in your deck with permanent plus two, plus one. So this will always put a three-four in your deck if you Frenzy it. Um, yeah, I think this is super good. One mana, three fours are good. And when you can shuffle them, when you draw them later, and also when you Warsong Raptor again, they turn into five sixes. So that's really good. And then you die or frenzy it. Yeah. And then you just have, then you can, you can do old, old, um, Udusta quest hunter. <laughs> old original quest hunter without actually needing to finish the quest. Exactly. And this is, this yeah. is incredibly good. Uh, I gave it a solid three. I'm a fan. And one yeah. mana, one threes are good. Yeah, and, and just having a one man, a decent one, having a dire mole that's better than a dire mole. I mean, Hunter ran dire mole, which was just a one man, one three beast, yeah. forever, because it was just a one three beast for one. And this is this is that with text, so that's gonna see play. I, I might actually, I might even bump it up to a four. Yeah, I agree now that, that I'm thinking about that, because because like we played dire mole in every hunter deck when that was standard legal, and that didn't even have any card text. Yeah, agreed. So. All right, you get the next one. Um, and then we get, yeah, then we get to Tame Beast. Rank one is a two mana spell. Summon a two two beast with rush, which upgrades to a four mana four four beast, which up at five mana and a six mana six six beast at ten mana. They, the spell still costs two, but the the minions they caught that they summon are two two cost four cost and six cost, which is relevant for something like Tavish. Um, I mean, it's. This is fine once you get to five mana. I mean, a lot of the, the, the ranked spells are kind of underwhelming at one mana, which they're supposed to be. Like, you don't ever really want to be summoning a 2-2 two, two beast with this. Mm-hmm. Like, you can. Um, I think a two mana to summon a 4-4 four, four rusher is fine, right? Like, the, if, if you think about it as two mana, do four, minion da- do four damage to a minion, and c- sometimes have a 4x minions left over. For two mana, that happens to be a beast for beast synergies. And if you if you're going to end up shuffling into your deck, you're getting rush on it anyway. Like that's fine, right? Like it's I'm not giving it higher than a three. I don't think it's great, but I think that it's it's a fine early game card or a fine low mana card that you can fit into some other turns. Yeah, th- I think this is a four for me. I think this just kind of goes in hunter. Uh, this this rank spell scales really well, like especially like you know. Two mana four four two mana six six late in the game. It's really good. Um, it works really well with Tavish, um, especially at four and six. Um, yeah, uh, I think this is just a solid utility card, and you're p- going to play this because you're going to draw because well, you probably want to play Kodobane and you want to draw this card off Kodobane. Especially and, you, and when you draw it off Kodobane, this like on turn if you drop Kodobane on five, you get the four four version automatically, which is pretty sweet. I'm a big, yeah. I'm a, and, and at 10 mana, then what you're doing is you're doing this to summon out your trampling rhinos that you've probably buffed a bajillion times by that. Exactly. This this card's this card's great. Yeah. I love it. That's right. I did have this at a four. I, I didn't look at my spreadsheet, but I did have this at a four. And I think I thought about that when I was writing it and not when I was speaking. Yeah. So. It's, <laughs> this, this card's great, and I'm looking forward to playing Hunter. 
But no, it's card. No, card's not great. Prospector's Caravan. Um, two mana, one, three. And this is a Caravan that's kind of a cycle in this set. And they didn't, they talked about it in the pre, they talked about it in pre release text. They didn't talk about it in, at all. And they, and now we know why. Um, <laughs> it's a two mana, one, three. At the start of your turn, give all minions in your hand plus one, plus one. Um, you'll notice that all the caravans are these start of turn effects, and they're all pretty bad. Spoiler alert. Hashtag not all caravans. All caravans are bad. Um, no, we'll, we'll, no, not all. Ca- we'll get there. And indiv- and like, and also like single target hand, or single random hit t- hand buffs are not good in Hunter, uh, or not good in general. Like the only time hand buffs are good is when they hit your entire hand. Uh, so well, this does. Oh, all minions your hand. Oh, it does hit all minions. Okay, but still, yeah. it's also a two mana one three, and it's bad. It's a one. Yeah, and 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 it's you need to have a full hand in order for this to do a lot, which you're probably not going to have as a hunter a yeah. lot of the time. Like I would, so yeah, and, yeah. I'd rather I'd rather use my hero power than play this. Yeah, there's there's a lot of better things you can do, or play secret or do literally anything else. Yeah, yeah. I might I, I actually. Yeah, might, I, I'm I'm in a one with it also. I yeah. like I almost like I'm willing to float mana instead of play this card. That's how bad I think it bad I think it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. So piercing shot is a four mana spell. Deal six damage to a minion. Excess damage hits the enemy hero. So we lost kill command. So we don't have we have quick shot, but we really don't have that many other ways of doing face damage from hand as a hunter. So and this is also minion removal that happens to do face damage along the way, the, the same way that corrosive breath did. So it's not exciting. Um, and if you reach his kill him, you're cert- certainly not excited because there's a, a man with a very luscious red beard who's getting, um, de- you know, destroyed by this. But, um, <laughs> you know, I, I think it's it's fine. I think you're probably going to find spots for it. And it's pro- that probably makes it a three. I'm not excited about it, but I think it's a card you end up putting into a lot of decks. Yeah, I gave this a two. I'm a little lower on it. It's a fireball for Hunter with splash damage. Um, it reminds me a lot of Mark Shot in a way because that was a four mana deal four to a minion discover a spell. But. And that was actually, in my opinion, better. But this one also, but also, Mark Shot fell out really quick. Um, so I think I don't think this card is good enough. I think this is going to be fine in a four set meta. Once we get into the four and a half into five set meta, this will fall out pretty quickly. Yeah, I mean, if you have, you can always like use this yourself to do to turn it to like make your own kill command. Yeah, if you have like a one one a one health minion on board, right? You can you can target your own minion. And then and then do five damage to face and like kind of you know make a scuff kill command yeah which is something right I mean if you're trying to get damage at the end of the game that's not terrible and also but yeah I, yeah. yeah and also to let everyone know like Moark with this doesn't make the face damage even better it's just it's just see health minus health to face yeah no so yeah this is okay. This is, yep. you know, it's fine. All right. It's fine. Yeah. Also, another card that's fine, Pat Cutto. It's a three mana, three, three beast. This battle cry, discover a beast, secret, and a weapon. Um, it's kind of like old Hunter's pack, um, but it's on a body and it's a discover, so you don't get all three cards. You just get one of them. Uh, we kind of played Hunter's pack in a four set meta, and we didn't play it after that. I don't think we'll play this. It's a two, maybe a one. You can play Bear Shark at the three mana slot. Yeah. Like Bear Shark is is way better than this, and and especially if we're talking about a deck where we want the minions that we summon to have impact, like this actually gets worse when you summon it. 
um, there, there are better three mana cards that you can play in that deck. So yeah, I think it's a, it's a solid two. I don't think you really, I mean, the, the effect is okay. It gives you, but I, I like Hunter's not really looking for value off of these kinds of cards. You know, I mean, it's looking for tempo and this doesn't give, this is a value card in, in a tempo class. All right, and then Wound Prey is a one-mana spell. Deal one damage, summon a 1-1 one, one Hyena with Rush. You have to really want the minion in order to play this over Arcane Shot. I mean, I guess you could get to split up the damage, but, you know, you're still doing two damage with for one mana. We can do that with Arcane Shot now, and we don't play Arcane Shot. So you need to have a really good reason to want the 1-1. One, one. I, I mean, theoretically, you could Dire Frenzy it and then do, like, the whole Spring Paw thing, but... You're gonna have better targets to to dire frenzy than than a one one with rush to turn into a four four with rush. Yeah, I I think this is better than it looks. I gave it a two. It's not that much better. Um, you know, I'm, I'm it does go face, which is kind of nice, but I'm not sure one damage to face matters. It reminds me a lot of um, the weapon that we have currently that's rotating out the spear. Oh, um, desert spear. The, the the desert spear. Yeah, but the thing with desert spear is that. You pay for it once, then you get to summon those minions. Like three of them, yeah. Re- repeatedly, right? I mean, I guess with, with something like a Faceless Corruptor, then this would be better. Yeah. But, you know. Yeah, I, I think, I'm, I'm, you know, it's, it's, it's yeah, it's kind of like Elven, it's a better Elven Archer, kind of, because the thing has a rush, the thing has rush, but also we have another better Elven Archer that we play that we're all annoyed by. Um and also, you know, the, the fact that the one one has rushed well is also relevant. So I think this is this is good. I think this is solid. I'm not sure it actually makes makes a cut in the thirty card list though. Yeah, I, I'm just giving it a one. I just don't. I just don't see when you're playing this. You really, again, I mean, maybe at a certain point, like we get something that that approaches kill command when you really want the minion on board. But if if kill command was in standard, yeah. still. We'd play I would this. be way higher on this card. Agreed. Because then this is four mana deal five deal six damage to face. Yep. And 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 I'd be way way higher on this. The fact that Kill Command rotated brings my my opinion of this card way down. Yep. All right, moving on to okay. Mage. Halfway there, and and Mage, Mage is going to be fun. I'm I'm looking forward to Mage. Same here. And and Mage is getting a lot of the 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 theme for this set is, um. Is is around buffing the hero power and then you know profiting off the hero power. So Zoroshio is uh, is obviously very excited about Mage in uh in the set, but you know, but I, I mean, I think that this is really exciting and kind of bringing us back to like where we were with like odd, you know, like like Rastakhan Mage, which and Rast I don't I don't love comparing anything to Rastakhan because that has connotations, but <laughs> but like. Uh, you know the the I, I loved odd odd mage in Rastakhan, and this is kind of giving me feelings. So I'll let you go with with Mordresh, and we can start start talking about that. All right, so Mordresh Fire Eye is a ten mana ten ten legendary. Is battle cry if you've dealt ten damage with your hero power this game, deal ten damage to all enemies. Um, this is a big flashy board swing uh, finisher ish tool. Um, it might be good enough. I opened it. I hope it's good enough. I gave it a three. I'm not, it's, it's good. I'm not sure. You know, maybe the, the reason you play hero power mage, maybe it's not 10 man has a lot, man, but like 10 damage to the board is also a lot. So we'll see how it goes. But, you know, also the art is just absolutely sick on this card. I love it. Yeah. Did you ever play the, the Mogu cultist quest warlock? Yes. Okay. So you remember what, I mean, I know that's 20 and not 10. But like you, you had to spend ten mana getting that to happen, and then you get to do basically double that, right? And 
that's a lot, right? Like you're you're summoning a ten ten, you're you're blasting them, you're pyroblasting them in the face, and you're probably clearing their entire board. So like that's the kind of thing I want from a ten mana card. If I'm doing all those, th- those are all things that I want to do at once, <laughs> <laughs> and and, and Mordrus does them all at once. And I think that if you're building around this card, it is oh, not hard to get. The 10 oh damage god, I just thought by, of something by ten mana. I just by, thought of something by the time you have ten mana. I just thought yeah. um, this. Mana second half of mana biscuit twice, and then play the the copy everything on your oh, board spell. Uh, potion of illusion. Potion of illusion. Oh, that! Oh man, <laughs> I have to. I have to. Yeah, I, that, I have to change my my theory craft now. That's that's disgusting, and I love it. Yeah. So we're doing that, and this is great. Okay, this is a four. Yeah. This is a four now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's easily a four. I'm not going up to a five on it, but like. You will not have a problem getting the ten damage with your hero power with the stuff that's in this. Set. Yeah, agreed. Plus, we're getting fallen hero in, in core, which will help. Yep. Um, I, I think that that is like you're going to get there, and then this is the finisher. And it's I, I don't even know if you're going to need that extra burst, but I'm sure you against a warrior you might sometimes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that I'm I'm really excited about this this direction for mage. Yeah. It's a good, it's a really good card. I'm okay. looking forward to playing it. And yes, I'm looking yeah. forward to seeing Zoroshio Mage on Hero Power. Yes, because don't forget to yes, use your Hero I am Power. Too. And and I I am I am excited for having a deck. I will not have to talk Zoroshio out of playing in THL. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> not that he listens to me ever, which, nor should he. <laughs> yes. uh, all right. So this so the next, the next one is um, Varden Dawngrass, which is a four mana three three battle cry. Freeze all enemy minions. If any are already frozen, deal four damage to them instead. And and just as a flavor note, this is the first non-binary character that we've gotten in hearthstone they've they've the developers have made sure to call that out that's that is a great um you know move forward for the game and something i'm really happy that they're doing um and the card is good um like if we have any i mean first of all it's a frost nova on a stick which is good enough on its own and then if you happen to have other things to freeze then you can also use it as removal but even just like even ignoring the second sentence just having frost nova on a stick is is a good effect that i think a lot of you know, a lot of slower mage decks will make use of. Yeah, this card's just absolutely amazing. And yes, I opened I opened them as well yesterday, and I'm looking forward to seeing them in action. Uh, yeah, Ice Lances to the board. It's it's good. Um, you know, we don't have Frost Nova, but we, you know, we got Frost Nova on a stick, and it's and I think it's better. And I think you know, with, with with the freeze that's in this set, I think the. the their uh, battle cry will be very relevant, and I think this card's just going to be good in any type of mage deck you put in. I put it, I gave it a five. Yeah, same. I, I think this is it's an easy include, right? It doesn't ask yeah, anything of you. Exactly. It asks you to be playing against a deck that runs minions. Yeah. <laughs> we, I we, think you can. I think we, we can, can do. That. I think we can do that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Things we can't do, however. Arcane Luminary, three mana, four three elemental. Um, cards that didn't start in your deck cost two less, but not less than one. So this kind of has to stick to the board and work. So you're already paying three mana for it. And then the reduction by two, if your big, big, big smells that you generate um, is good, but also like there's also the limiting factor of it doesn't go below one. There's less generation overall in this set um, and three mana for a two mana discount. Re- like, okay, you're paying three mana for two mana. That, that, that doesn't seem like a good deal to me. Um, yeah. I think it's, this is a two, maybe a one. This is Slow Sorrow's Apprentice. <laughs> is what this is. 
And, I mean, uh, Evocation is still a card, but then you're already paying five mana up front, and you're not even discounting things to zero. Yeah. Um, you're lo- you, we don't have Mana Cyclone. We don't have Magic Trick. You know, we don't have a lot of the things. I mean, we got some things like uh, Ethereal Conjurer that will will generate cards. Like, there are cards that you're going to generate, but, like, I, I don't think we have enough. We might get there. Um, and this is an elemental, so you do get whatever elemental synergies are there. Um, but, like, I don't... But we're losing elemental allies anyway, so that doesn't even really matter all that much anymore. In in Mage, at least. In Shaman, that's a little bit more relevant. Um, yeah, I just... I, I can't get there. It's a two. There, there may be a, a use for it eventually, but like, it's it costs one more than Sorcerer's Apprentice. It has the the tag that Sorcerer's Apprentice should have had on it all along, um, and doesn't, which is good for the game, but not for this card. So I'll, I'll give it a two. And Wildfire. So Wildfire is a two mana fire spell that says increase the damage of your hero power by one. And if we want to play Mordrus, we are playing this. Um, that is a thing that we are absolutely doing, right? Because you're going to, it, this is the first one turns you into the Baku hero power. And then beyond that makes it even better. And this is not capped. Like, like people compare compare this to shadow form. This is not shadow form because a, you're not giving up anything in your hero power to get it. And because your your hero power is already your your class is already designed around your hero power dealing damage and not healing. No, no, yeah, I I, I compare it to shadow form, and I completely forgot Incantor's flow is also still in standard. Um, so this is good. Uh, yeah. yeah, but you're also leaning on your hero power more in mage, and you would as a shadow priest, which I'm not sure is actually going to be a thing. Um, so I think you know. So this also comes. Also, you can you 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 wrote in your notes, and I completely forgot. You can also generate this. And just keep yep. stacking, like okay, so you have two in your deck, but also you can keep stacking, and like if you keep getting it, and it's it can be in, ter- in your hero power continued super gross. Uh, yeah, this is a solid three, maybe it's a four. Um, we'll see if hero power mage is actually a thing, but um, this 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 looks like it's a key part of that deck. Yeah, I mean that, that's why I'm giving it a four because I don't think you play hero power mage without this card, without two copies of this card. Right, like yeah. I don't know if Hero Power Mage is going to be good enough. I think it will, but if it's going to be a thing, you need to run two copies of this, and you're probably going to want to generate as many as you can get because, like, once you've played, even just playing this once, then you only need to use your Hero Power five times before turn ten. I yeah. think we can do that, right? And if you get two of them, then it it comes down to like three, assuming you know, probably you know, it's four total, but that's fine, right? Like, because one of them you've probably gone done already. So and and that's not even in counting, including anything else that we're talking about, because there are other things that 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 synergize with the hero power. So yeah, I, I think this is an easy four because you're going to need it for that deck. Yep. All right, moving on to Reckless Apprentice. And speaking of that, speaking hero, of, the hero power mage and putting two of them in every every deck. Guess what goes in every two of of a, of a hero power mage deck? Reckless Apprentice, four mana, three five, battle cry, fire your hero power at all enemies. Uh, yeah, it's really good, and with Wildfire, it's even better, and if you put, um, if you have Fallen Hero, it's even better, and this just, may, this just, just turn, this basically just turns on Mordesh if you have, like, three or four minions on, like, on the other side, um, and can absolutely, uh, destroy a board if your hero power is strong enough, which is, sometimes two or three is just good enough. This is a solid three, maybe, I think it's, I think I'm bumping up this with four if hero power mage is the thing. Yeah, and, and I mean, even if you don't buff it, right? Like, we used to play that three mana, the three mana 2-2 two, two, who would do one damage to the board. And 
and that that was okay. And if it's four mana, three five, deal deal one damage to the board. That's fine, yeah. right? Get an arcane explosion attached to this. Like that's the worst case, and that's okay. that's really good. Like yeah. right, that's a that's a card you would still play. You probably it would probably be borderline if it's doing two or three to the board. That gets way way better. Um, and I mean, you could have you could have games where you're going to go. I mean, it, it's probably not super advised to go wildfire on two, wildfire on three, because those are both do nothing turns. But you could do that and then blow up the whole board on turn four. Um, so and then and and that's also getting you most of the way to more dresh at that point, depending on what your opponent has on board. So yeah, I think it's an easy four as well. All right, moving on to flurry. You okay, guys so. Flurry, uh, rank one, um, is a zero mana frost spell, frees a random enemy, enemy minion. It upgrades to, I believe, two minions at five mana and three minions at ten mana. It's fine. If you need to freeze minions, then great. Um, it's the fact that it's random is not great. You can obviously control that. Like we've, we've done that. Um, it's a zero mana spell for decks that care about zero mana spells. So if we're auctioneer for, I, I still don't understand why is still in standard. <laughs> so if, if you, if you're doing auctioneer things, you can run this um, like auctioneer mana biscuit. If like, if we're, if we're still, I don't, I don't think we're doing Mozaki mage, but if we're doing Mozaki mage, then this would be, I would imagine this would be part of Mozaki mage. I don't know how we're getting there with the damage. Um, I guess. I mean, I guess we're use, We're trying to use the new the new do two damage to the face. Uh, discover a spell card, which maybe that's how we're doing it. But I don't think we have enough damage to get there. But if we did, this would be part of it. So I mean, just for that reason alone, it's probably a three. But it, it's you know, it's fine. Yeah, this card this card pairs very well with uh, Varden. Um, it also just can lock out a board late in the game, and also you know, zero mana spells that actually do things actually are kind of scary to me. Um, you know, and freezing and freezing a board is actually something because you know it prevents damage going to your face. Uh, I give this a solid three. We'll see if it sticks around, but I think this card is honestly pretty good. Is is yeah. I'm, I mean, we had freezing potion for a while, right? And that was that was targeted, and that really saw very little play. But you know, being able to do two most of the time. I mean, when you're evaluating the rank cards, you really have to evaluate them on rank two because that's when you're going to see most of the value of it. Like, uh, you know, you're probably going to hold them until rank two. And then, you know, if you're going to, to rank three, if you're going past 10 mana, then that's just like a bonus. But most of the time when you're using this, you're evaluating them at rank two. And, it, you know, freezing two minions for free is, is good. It's it's I don't know if it's good enough to see playing a deck, but I'm sure you'll take it off of Discover Effects enough. All right. Moving on to Rim Tongue. It's a three mana, three, four spider tank for mage. Uh, after you cast a frost spell. Summon a 1-1 elemental that freezes. Um, it has a token upside, free spells and free secrets, because we got a free secret now, frost secrets now. Uh, make it work. Um, this makes me glad Freya Frost has rotated out. Uh, um, but I don't think, for a lot of reasons, but also, this, you know, I don't want to deal with things that freeze my board as well. Um, I think this is okay. It's you know it's a solid two. I think it feels more like an arena card to me. I'm not sure if this actually makes a cut in a standard deck. Yeah, I mean you have to be all in on freezing. You have to be like freeze mage 2.0. And even then, like we've had one, we've had things that summon one one elementals that freeze, and they've never done anything. Um, they're really easy to remove, all things considered. So yeah, I, I'm I'm at a two with this. I mean it's fine if you're playing arena. It's fine. Like a three, the body's okay, but like the the effect just is not all that exciting, and you don't really have much that you can do with tokens 
in um in in mage so all right you get the next one. All right. And Oasis Ally is a three mana secret, which is a frost spell. Uh, when a friendly mini is attacked, summon a three six water elemental. So, I mean, it's fine. Um, like, like, getting a water elemental is no joke, right? Like, we all remember Frostless Jaina, at least those of us who have been playing long enough. We all remember the terrors of Frostless Jaina. But just getting one, one water elemental, I mean, it's good sometimes to be able to get something that can keep, like, a Soul Demon Hunter from being able to attack. Like, that's relevant, but, like, this doesn't actually affect anything when the secret goes off. So it's not like a bamboozle or a pack. I mean, I guess this is kind of like a pack tactics in a way, where impact tactics is annoying and you run it, but it's also just not disrupting the turn very much. Um, but you're also, I mean, you're, you're getting a water elemental for free when you're, a, for, for one less mana when your opponent chooses to play it, as opposed to just, like, playing the water elemental for four yeah i think this secret's really good this is the first actually on attack of a minion trigger for mage which is actually huge because guess what secret mage and wild just got better because i think they would actually play this because on a on t- attack on a minion trigger yeah, is, wild, is, yeah. is super good um yeah and in water elementals are three six and hard to remove and um can you know do some damage to a board and knock out some Weapon weapon based decks. I think this card is phenomenal. I gave it a four. I th- I'm really high on this secret. I think it's really good. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm not as high on it, but it's it's fine. It, it's it'll see play because you know it's just one more thing. That you, it, regard even even if it doesn't see play, it it has an impact just by existing, being a secret because that's one more thing that you need to check for when you're playing against it. All right, moving on to Refreshing Springwater. It's a four-mana uh, draw two cards, refresh two mana crystals for each spell drawn. So it's a free or two-mana spell. Um, so if it's free, it's amazing. Um, at two-mana, it's really good. It's a better AI, which is good. And if we're running... In, but, you know, this also... If we're just drawing two minions, that feels bad. Um, but well, I don't think we're putting in this in a deck that runs a lot of minions. Um, but, like, in a spell mage that, you know, existed pre-rotation this is just absolutely ridiculous um you know so two mana draw for free that's or or four mana draw for free draw two cards for free it's it's good you know it's super good Uh, i guess a solid three i think this this has a place somewhere and i think this will be really good i mean i gave it a four because that place is in no minion mage and it's going in in no minion mage without thinking about it And, and i i don't i don't know if that deck is good but this card is good in that deck so I, I think that that is this is a card that you start with when you're building your minion mage just because that that effect is bananas um, in that deck. In other decks, less so. But I think just the fact that it has a solid place and it, and you like without even thinking about it makes that a four for me. Yeah. And finally, we have Rune Orb, uh, two mana arcane spell, deal two damage, discover a spell. Uh, this is bonkers. Uh, we're be this is bonkers because we're losing frostbolt, right? So if you want to do face damage for two mana, this is the way you are doing it. So like if we're playing Mozaki Mage, this is replacing frostbolt. Um, it's obviously doing a little bit less damage than frostbolt, but frostbolt was kind of stupid. And you get the discover a spell effect regardless uh, with no with no strings attached, as opposed to arcane arcane blast, not arcane blast, um, arcane breath. Arcane Blast is going back way further than that. Um, <laughs> Arcane Breath, which 
which um, which requires you to have a minion to target and have a, have a dragon in your hand. This is just deal two damage, and then you get another spell to replace it. So, again, in Mozaki Mage specifically, that's potentially giving you a way to chain damage anyway. Um, and even if not, just being able to do two damage and then be able to replace itself is valuable. And I think that that's going to be a very good utility card. It's excellent early removal. It's potential finisher. And we we lost Frostbolt, so you need something in that slot where decks want it. Yeah. I was initially very low on this card because, oh, we just used to pay one mana for this. This card's meh. But also, I realized, one, this goes face. Two, spell damage. Not like Mage has access to all the spell damage in the world. Uh, this card's insane. Um, because like you can just burn face for t- for two plus because spell damage exists, and then get another card that can burn other things for more than more more damage. This card's insane. It's a four. I was wrong, and then the initial assessment, I changed it. It's a four. <laughs> well, at least you caught it now, yeah. right? So we don't have to we don't have to discuss this in a month, right? Yeah, it's better to better to catch it now before the set comes out than uh, you know than than in a month, and then I'm recording a po- recording an episode in two months and. And and re- repent, recanting my sins. So, all right. Um, yeah. Moving on. And, and no. Yeah. And Craptasm in chat is asking, can you imagine Arcane Blast in standard with so much spell damage around? So Arcane Blast, I, I should mention, was a card in I believe the Grand Tournament that was one mana, deal two damage to a minion, and double that damage for every point of spell damage. So yeah, that was. Uh, or no, it just doubles doubles if you have spell damage. So with all the no, spell it, damage it, we it, have, it, it would be it, like one it, mana deal like sixteen. It would scale. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Paladin. So Paladin is getting uh, a lot of secret supports. They really want secret Paladin to be a thing, and they want Dude Paladin to be a thing. So we got a bunch of Dude Paladin um, support in, um, in, in core with getting Warhorse Trainer and Standing Against Darkness. And there was one other card that I can't remember now. Um, that um, that gen- either um, generator synergi- synergized around um, Silverhammer recruits. Yeah. Um, and then we also we also have Lothraxian that we got in in Darkmoon Fair. So there's other stuff that we're getting in Paladin. And then we're getting a lot of support to try to make you want to put secrets in your deck on purpose in Paladin. So I'll let you I'll let you go ahead and start, Matt. And then we right. can, we'll go into that. All right. So Cannon Master Smith. That's Smith. It's not Smythe. It's Smith. Even though it's a Y in it. Oh, is it? It's Smith. Because Smith and Wesson. Oh. Oh, okay. Anyway, uh, this is the coolest card in the set. It's absolutely bonkers and super cool. Um, Battlecry, transform your secrets into 3-3 three, three soldiers. They turn, transform back into secrets when they die. Um, if we're doing secret paladin things, this goes in the deck. Um, this is absolutely bananas. If you have like a whole Christmas tree of secrets up, that's what, like five three threes for five mana? It's reminds me a lot of sociologist militia, but um, you know they don't rush. But also, that's just a board for five mana. It's good. It's it's a super cool card. And thank you, Core, for making Secret Paladin a thing again. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is the this is a reason you run Secret Paladin, yeah. right? Like this is like this is like quartermaster for Secret Paladin, basically. Like and 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 you don't lose the secrets when they. When they die, and I mean, it's fair that they're not secrets while they're on the board, which is at least makes it slightly fair. But um, and I guess the only downside would be is if your opponent has something like a master. Well, master spell isn't even a thing anymore. Or sigil of silence. But, well, sigil, <laughs> sigil of silence. Yeah, I mean, they could play that into it. Um, like any sort of a silence effect would would get rid of the silent of the of the um, 
the secrets or anything that could, like a like a like a Vulgin could bounce it and then get rid of the get rid of that that effect. But um, but yeah, this is like this is just like an instant board that rewards you for playing secrets all game. This is it's an easy build. It's it's the reason you're building a secret paladin. Um, and and I originally evaluated this before we saw some of the other secret synergy when I was less big on it, when this was like the only payoff, but we're getting other things and there's enough incentive that I think secret paladin will be a thing. So I give that a four as well. All right. So, um, Cariel Rome is a four mana four three minion with rush and divine shield. Whenever this attacks, reduce the cost of holy spells in your hand by one. So just for starters, ignore the text, right? A 4-mana four 4-3 four, Rush Divine Shield is a card we will put in a deck, right? For the most part. Like, even with, with no, other, no other side benefit. Like, being able to deal 4 and then deal 4, dam- deal four damage to a minion, summon a 4-3, is a card we would play, right? And then being able to, to discount all of the Holy Spells. And when you see Holy Spells, think Librams. Because all of them, except for the weapon, are Librams. Uh, or the Librams, except for the weapon, are Holy, rather. Sorry. So like that that discounts all of your it's another it's another Librum um discounter only for the ones in your hand. But I mean the other ones that you're that you're interested in are cards that we're playing in that deck, right? Hand of a doll, um consecration sometimes, um gift of luminance if you want to play that in in paladin, blessing of authority gets played sometimes. Um and then rally gets played sometimes. Right, those are all holy spells, of, and and there are a couple others that are that are relevant, but like, so you're you're getting an extra Librum discount, and you're getting to remove a minion and summon a four three. Like, that's a no brainer as far as I'm concerned. I think that's that's probably a five in in the Librum Paladin deck. I would imagine. Yeah, uh, I give this a four, being mainly because you know, yeah, you'll be running this in a lot of Paladin. The the but the the. This, the, the discount thing actually might matter a, a good amount. But the only reason I'm getting it for is because we'll talk about it tomorrow, but Kazakus is in this set and it's all competing with Kazakus. And uh, Kazakus is absolutely bonkers. But I think this card, if you're, if you're not thinking about Kazakus or you don't have Kazakus, this card goes just goes in any deck with it, as Paladin in it. Yeah. You know? I mean, my feeling about Kazakus, and we'll, again, we'll talk about that tomorrow. I feel like Kazakus is competing with the class, the class cards the other way around, but. Um, cause I mean, there's a, and we'll talk about priest in a minute and why I'm never playing Kazakus and priest, but, um, but yeah, I, I think that that's a, that's a consideration, but I think that, um, that car and, and actually, do we know how Kazakus interacts with Librum discounts? I don't think we do. If, if we do, I don't know. So, okay. Cause like if it, in, in Librum Paladin specifically, if, cause Kazakus, we'll talk about it in, in tomorrow's episode, but it. It's battle cry doesn't trigger on triggers if you have no four card no four cost cards in your deck. So like if you've discounted say a Librum of Justice to four, does that turn off? So Zerosho so yeah. in the chat is saying the four Librums reduce the format to break it. So oh, okay. you're never playing Kazakus and Liver Paladin. Yeah. Um, okay. So in that case, that I, I don't know if that changes your changes your opinion or not. But. Actually, I don't think this goes in every. Actually, I think the initial place I had this slot was actually in Secret Paladin because half the Paladin secrets are okay. holy spells. Are holy. So you yeah. just play this and then rush in, make your secrets free. Then you play two secrets and play and curve into Cannon, Cannon Master Smith. Yeah. Which is which which is which really is powerful too. So 
Yeah, I think yeah. you know, but I think this is just good enough to see play and like yeah, the the holy discount matters, especially for the holy cards that we're getting uh here in a minute that we're talking about here in a minute. Yeah. Yeah, it's like most of the secrets and most of the librams are holy. So just just think about that and then it's like it's it's really and it's it's not asking anything of you really. Like it's asking you it's asking you to play those cards, but you could even play this without, right? A four mana four three rush divine shield is a card you would consider. It's just good. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know what a card that's also just good, especially in Libram Paladin? Veteran War Medic. It's a four mana three five. After you cast a holy spell, which we just talked about Librams being holy spells, summon a two two medic with lifesteal. Um this is absolutely bonkers with Librams. Uh, the medic's yeah. not having taunt, you know, I sure I'd like them to be better, but you know what? Two 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 tokens on the board are just good. Uh, this is this just goes goes straight into Libram Paladin, and I think this card is really really good. It's uh, it's kind of insane. Yeah, it's a little bit slow, and and the problem is that the Libram Paladin list is so tight that it's hard to fit this in. And it, it kind of like that's the reason I'm not going up to a five on it. I think it's it's a four, and I think that there are an, but I mean you can play this in Secret Paladin too, right? Because again, we just talked about it. Like all of the secrets are most of the secrets are holy. So, um, yeah, so, like, so you can get that and... and Yeah, Avenge and, um, what's the other one? The Retribution are holy. Yeah, Avenge and and Reckoning are holy, right? Um, And also, we'll get to Conviction in a minute, which is kind of disgusting with this, too. Um, But, well, I guess that's going the other direction, because it's an after, so that's not, it's not as disgusting. But, um, but, I mean, there are enough holy, there are enough decks that are built around holy spells, that you could get value out of this. Librum Paladin is going to be the obvious one, but Librum's it's it's that that just that list is really tight and it's it's hard to fit this yeah. in. But I think you could probably find a way to yeah, do you're it. You're also losing a good amount of stuff in Librum Paladin as well. Like the three man, the three one the three one draw thing is gone. Um, the uh, you, I guess you still keep Loot Hoarder because that's that's still in standard. Yeah, you're keeping Loot Hoarder. You're really just losing losing Salad's Prime and like Bless, Blessing of Wisdom, which. Was, Not great anyway. Which was a late addition to the deck yeah. anyway. So and like maybe and maybe in this in this version where you're running War Medic, you don't run um, Crab Rider, which seems insane to me. So maybe <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. yeah, you, you can't yeah. You, I mean that 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 fish is yeah. too good. The crabby so, fish yeah. is too good. All right. Yeah, so yeah, this is a four. I, yeah, like, the only reason this may not be good enough is that it doesn't it doesn't make the cut in the in the in a really tight deck, deck list. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, it, when if, assuming that you've gotten the discounts on the librams, like you can play this on curve and then just put a librum on it and then get a two two with life steal on top of it. So that's pretty good. Okay, conviction conviction rank one is a one mana holy spell. You have a random friendly minion plus three attack. Upgrades when you have five mana. It upgrades to two random friendly minions and then three random friendly minions. So, uh, yeah. If we're doing any sort of a dude paladin, any sort of an aggro paladin, um, where you have any sort of a board, this seems like a pretty nuts card. I mean, even just getting a buff on two minions is fine, right? Like, if you figure that that's the average result... Getting you know one mana but get plus six attack, and I I do that, and if it happens to get you a two two with life steal or you know it happens to be free because you just play Cariel and you play Cariel rush it and then buff her and um buff her and something else for for free like that I I like that that sounds good to me. Yeah, this is this is uh, really like attack buffs have always been relevant in Paladin. 
The um the biggest thing is like you can't target it and like you know getting one for three is basically like blessing of might which we ran in odd palette and wild uh, we still probably do um but this um you know but just getting those attack buffs especially in a in a uh, in a silver hand paladin where you can uh, go wide and then like put three random attack plus three attack buffs later in the game is pretty really good I gave us a three I'm not sure it'll I'm not sure it'll make it the cutting list, but I think it's strong enough that it would definitely make a consideration. I'm a big, I'm a fan of this card. So yeah, I'm going up to a four on yeah. it just because I feel like like that like attack buffs, like cheap attack buffs in Paladin have always been good, and you generally have and and you can also use it to clear a taunt out of the way or you know or, or trade up whatever. So that that's always been good. I, I and also Crab Rider's a card. So like three mana, you do you're you're playing Crab Rider and this, and then you've got you know four mana Wind Fury Rush, four damage Wind Fury Rush. That seems okay. So yeah, I, th- I think that's an easy four for me. I, I I'm having a hard time seeing this not seeing some play in some sort of an aggressive paladin or, or a board based paladin. I guess I should yeah. say. All right, moving on to Soldier's Caravan. It seems I'm seeming to be getting all the caravans. Uh, two mana, one three at the start of your turn. Very critical start of your turn. Summon two one one silver hand recruit. So at the start of your turn, you get summon two dudes that don't can't attack. Um, but if we're doing silver hand recruit synergy, we might do this. I don't know if we will. Uh, I gave it a one initially. It might be a two, but that's probably stretching it. I'm probably back to a one. I just think the caravans are just not good enough, especially at two mana. You're doing other things at two mana that are better. So, like, okay, let me let me let me put it this way with the caravans, right? Uh, I mean, I guess it's not it's not really a great a great um, you know it's 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 not exactly the same analogy, but like voracious reader right like get, granted that was an end of turn event not, not uh, effect not a start of turn effect right so it's not it's not a direct analogy but it's close enough right because like you're not really worried about the turn that they play the voracious reader you're worried about the turn after they play the voracious reader right when they have full matter to be able to dump their hand and then draw three more cards so in that case like how often have you looked at a voracious reader and not wanted to kill it on yeah True. right and so, and and so for it, it depends on what the effect of the caravan is, right? In this case, a, a soldier's caravan in a silverhand paladin, where you know that they're going to get a lot of value out of out of silverhand recruits because it's in the name of the deck. Um, you know that might be something that diverts their turn, forces them to use removal, forces them to trade where they wanted to go face whatever it happens to be. Is that good enough? I don't know. But I think that it's up to a three for me because it has synergy with the deck it wants to be in, which makes it a little different than the Hunter one, where it's just like, well, we can just buff everything yeah. in our hand by one. Okay, great. Yeah. Fine. Whatever. We, we, hooray, we did it. <laughs> but but this, this is actually scary because if it sticks, and if it sticks for multiple turns, then all of a sudden you're, you're in real trouble if you're facing against a deck that can synergize yeah. off of that. Again, only for a Silverhand Paladin where you actually can capitalize on that. But that's that's where I, I think this is a little. Yeah, bit I think yeah. The, I think the argument is like this has a this has board impact if it triggers, as opposed to the other a lot of the other ones which don't. And I think this is this is probably the best one of the of this of the site of the cycle for these caravans, in my opinion. Oh, uh, it's not, but we'll we'll okay. get there. Because <laughs> um, you know you know what the best one is. It's going to be in the best class. Yeah, so. it's warlock, right? Um, I'm joking. 
it's, 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 it's warlock but the opposite yeah but yeah so i'm giving i'm giving this one okay. a three i think this is this is fine i don't know if we play it but i could see it i could see it being an early list at least it might fall out though I yeah i'm giving either. it a 1.75 i'm rounding it up to two or two okay we're not doing decimals on my show so <laughs> commit, to, commit to what commit to an integer right. that's that's fine, the I'm rounding up to a two then. fine <laughs> okay um, all right, so uh, Northwatch Commander is a three mana three four battle cry. If you control a secret, draw a minion. So this is card draw for Secret Paladin. You're probably, I mean, if you don't have a secret, then this is four mana. Get a three four play a secret draw a minion, which is fine. Like it, with Paladin secrets are one mana, so they're easy to fit in. Um, so I think again, I don't know if this stays in a secret Paladin, but this is certainly a you know drawing you know tar- tutoring. I mean, it's a minion, so it's not really hard tutoring but it's still tutoring you're, you know you're getting a minion out of it, it, it you're, not, you're not drawing a secret off of it right um which you may not want to draw that late in the game right so if you're you're drawing a minion which is fine that i think this is a and it's a spider tank which is good and we can actually call things spider tanks now that spider tank is in core thanks <laughs> so yeah <laughs> and we don't have to explain what it is anymore so um yeah it's i think it's a solid three for me yeah this is solid three for me yeah like this is really good it's just yeah like it draws a card it has, and we have a ton of secret support in the set. Uh, card draw is actually a premium in Pally right now, and I think you know, getting anything that says draw a anything on it is good. Um, I think you know, the, with the next card we're going to talk about, this just curves just beautifully, and I love it. It's it's a three four. It's a solid three. All right. So speaking of uh, secrets and things that curve into Northwatch Commander, Sword of the Fallen. It's two mana, one three weapon. After your hero attacks, cast a secret from your deck. Cora is extremely proud of this card. Um, it's just a solid two mana do a thing weapon. I love it. It's a you know it's a it's a three. And if we're doing secrets, we're playing this. If we're you know if we're looking to draw cards next turn, Northwatch Commanders with this is phenomenal. I'm I'm a fan. Yeah, I mean, if you're not playing Secret Paladin, you're probably not putting secrets in your deck, so you're never playing this, right? Like, that that's pretty clear. But if you are, then you get secrets out of your deck, which means you're playing, you're both getting secrets into play and not drawing those secrets later when you want to be drawing literally anything else. So, yeah, it does exactly what you want to do in a Secret Paladin. So, yeah, it's an easy three. All right. Um, Invigorating Sermon is a four-mana holy spell. Give plus one, plus one to all minions in your hand, deck, and battlefield. So it's uh, survival of the fit. <laughs> not, not necessarily fittest, but fit. But it's also only four mana. So, like, it's it's a buff to your entire board at the time that you do it. I think that the problem in Paladin is that generally you're generating a lot of minions more than you are playing the minions out of your yes. hand. Um, so it's it's more of like a buff to the board that happens to buff your hand and deck. Um, but, you know, in an aggressive paladin, that might be okay. Um, certainly giving giving health is good, just making clears a little bit harder and, you know, making, you know, giving that, that Kaliseth effect. It, the Kaliseth effect does get worse at four mana than it is at two. I think that's worth saying. Like, you know, Kaliseth was really strong because it was, a two drop and then you were you, you know you were drawing fewer cards but this is also buffing cards in your in your hand so it doesn't really matter that much um i, I think it's fine i just don't know how i i don't know where it's necessarily gonna gonna get played or if it's gonna be good enough yeah i i while you were talking i was doing some thinking and doing some looking on the website um this card's insane um i had it initially as a two it's now a four for me um one it's 
you can sort of tutor it with a card we're going to talk about in a couple uh, that you're going to talk about here in a couple minutes. Uh, we're also we, yeah, and if that's the only spell in your deck, then that's relevant. Exactly. Yeah. Um, also, Cariel Rome also makes this card cheaper. So if she attacks twice, this is now two mana, which is ridiculous. Mm, okay. Um, also, yeah. the fact that like yeah, it also affects your board. It also affects your deck, and like maybe um, we're and you know so so now that. Um, yeah, now that things just get bigger and it's it's really good. I think this card has potential to be really, really strong. Uh, I'm a fan. I'm giving it a four. I could come up to a four. I think I, I, you're, you're convincing me. I can come up to a four on that. All right. Yeah. And it's Kelisath in pocket. Exactly. So, you know. <laughs> in spell form. All right. And it doesn't make everything moist like Miss Color. Exactly. So... All right, moving on to Galloping Savior. It's a one-mana secret because it's a paladin's secret. After you, um, opponent plays a three cards in a turn, summon a 3-4 steed with taunt. Um, it's not a holy speak secret. It's just a regular. It's just a thing. It's just a non-tribal spell. Uh, we ran Dirty Rat forever, and Dirty Rat with a taunt is a really good thing. And which it, You mean Rat Trap? Rat Trap, you're right. Yeah, rat trap. Yeah, rat trap with taunt is you know smaller, but it's also a paladin. It's a three four for one delayed. Uh, with and with rogue playing all the thousand with rogue designed to play a thousand cards a turn, this will see play. I think this card's really good. Yeah, I guess it it, it messes it. This is one way we're talking about. Like if you play sigil of silence, like you're you're never stopping the weapon hit. Well, this does right. Because they're probably playing three cards before they go and hit you in the face. They're probably doing something like a, like a, the the soul fragment lady that. I, why am I so bad with card names today? Because it's a long podcast. But um, you're probably doing not sociologist, the one who gives your your weapon five attack, and then you're probably playing. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Then you're probably buffing your attack, and you're probably you know do you're doing a couple things before you you swing yeah. right. So this would stop that. So I guess that that'll bring me up to a three. I didn't really think about like Soul Demon Hunter and having Sigil of Silence when I first evaluated this. Um, but yeah, that that in particular could is is one way to get around Sigil of Silence as a paladin at least. So yeah, I think that that in in and of itself makes it. And also, I would have a hard time believing that like Weapon Rogue with Penflingers is not going to be a thing or any Penflinger deck mm-hmm. really. Um, is still going to be a thing. So this will this will kind of get in the way of that too. And it does disrupt those turns by presenting a taunt that you do need, now need to play play around or, or get through. Okay, and then we have Knight of Anointment, which is a one-mana, one-one, battle cry, draw a holy spell. So you're drawing a secret in Secret Paladin. You're drawing a Librum, ideally a Librum of, of Wisdom, in a Librum Paladin. Um, you're maybe drawing Invigorating Sermon, if that's the only spell in your deck, in that in that Keliseth Paladin, I guess we can call it. A <laughs> Sermon Paladin. Um, yeah, Sermon Paladin. So, I, I mean, th- this is a good... It's a one-drop that draws you a very specific card that you probably want because there are different applications, but they're all... They all seem to revolve around Holy Spells being very powerful for different reasons in Paladin decks. So I think that's that's an easy four for me. Yeah, this card's this card's this card's phenomenal. It's a, it's a it's a tutor on a one one, and we can tutor specific things. It's it's a good it's a good card. All right, Priest. They're all good cards. We're right? going to Priest. Oh yay! It's time. Ta- it's time. All right, let's do it. And oh, you you get you get the good one too. Oh no, that's all right. Uh, <laughs> go, so go so ahead. Let's talk. Let's talk about the focus in priest. It's all about holy spells. It's all about healing. It's all about doing things with like spells that you know 
making sure you have spells. And then there's Zyrilla. Zyrilla is a four mana, yes. four four battle cry. If you've restored health this turn, deal that much damage to all enemy minions. This card's a five. Steve, go. Yeah, it's it's. This is disgusting. I mean, we're getting Zyrella hero portraits as part of the reward track, and if you think that will not be my hero portrait as soon as they are unlocked, you have not been paying attention to this podcast. Um, this, I mean, at at worst, the worst possible case scenario for this card is that six mana four four and um, Breath of the Infinite. Right, like that's the worst case. But we have things like renew. We have flash heal is coming back into standard. Um, we have there. There are other cards that we'll talk about later that are healing you for a lot. There is there are a lot of ways, and it's it's not restored health to your hero. It is restored health. Period. If you have restored health to your board, that all counts. Right. So you can get this pretty high. And then being able to just play a four drop that will heal up and destroy your opponent's board in the same turn is pretty much what you're always trying to do as a priest. Like being able to both get yourself out of danger and affect the opponent's board and be able to do that all together is really, really, really good. So I, I this is like the first card you're putting into basically every priest deck. And it, again, it doesn't ask that much for you because you're already running Renew. You already have a hero power. You pro, you may not have wanted to play Flash Heal, but this is a reason to play Flash Heal, right? And then and then everything else that, that heals you, you'll, you'll get generated. So this is an easy auto-include. Yeah. Everything you said, pl- pl- it's good. It's good. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. and the other thing that's good is Serena Bloodfeather, which is a 2-mana 1-1. One, one. I love the design of this card. Two mana, one, one, battle cry, choose an enemy minion, steal attack and health from it until this has more. So it basically, I think it alternates like health and attack until the total number of health plus attack of this, of this minion is more than the total health and attack of the other minion. So you basically will be, um, will be debuffing a minion and getting a minion that will immediately contest it for two mana. So like if you happen to, you know, play a free flesh giant. Well, now I have, you know, I have a five, five or a, I have a four, a five, four. I actually, the math is kind of, I think it's a, I get a five, five and you have a three, three, or I get a five, four. Yeah. I don't know how how the math works. The math. So the way this works, like, and you know, um, if like they have a five, five on board and you play this, you get a four, four, they get a three, three. If that makes sense. Well, cause the total, it's going to be the total health in, it's going to be the total health of the of the two minions together, right? So this could be one one plus a five five. So there's going to be six six worth of stats. So it's going to like I think we would have a we'd have a three three and they'd have a no 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 no, no, no. Yeah. you would have a four four they would have a three three. This is the way it, that's the way it works. Okay. Yeah. All and, right. And, yeah. And, and it takes health and attack independently. So like if like for some reason they play a Mogishan Ward, which is the one seven for four four mana taunt, right? The like you know so basically if you play this on that they would have a one three you would have a one four if that makes yeah. any sense oh if the health of the it, it until the health and the attack are wouldn't it make it a zero no, it would just no because like it, it it basically you target the this card is insane <laughs> this card's impossible <laughs> like this is a card I'm going to mess up so many times yeah. What so Craftasm is saying one plus stat divide by two take the next highest okay. integer. That's what that's, so yeah that, that's what Serena will have and then like 
it'll be yeah. one less for the menu target. Yeah. So you would take. So it's going to do health and health and attack independently. So it would yeah. it would reduce the attack down no, to zero no, because the, one plus health is that. two divided by one is one. So it'd be one. Well, no, but it's stealing, right? It has to take one away in order to give it to Serena. I guess. I don't, uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is this is why this is in priest and yeah, not in this card. This card makes this card hurts my head. Um, and so you know, yes. can I just kill kick? You 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 play warlock. You played defile for two yeah, years. That's true. But that's just counting. That's just counting up from one. It's fine. This is like this is okay, like you know this. Initially, uh, I gave this a three because I didn't understand it. I still don't understand it, but it's good. It's a four. <laughs> It's, it's a four. Yeah. The, the only the only reason that I'm the only reason I'm not giving this a five is because um, rally is yeah. a card, and I don't know if we're like if we're playing rally, we don't want this, right? Because then you're getting back a one one when you could be getting back a seven. So that's the only reason that I'm not giving this a five because I I I don't I, you know the math is hard, but two three is bigger than one one, and that's math I can we, understand. We like we like that. So. Yes. <laughs> Yes. So, but other than that, this is this is a card. If I'm not playing rally, this is going in immediately. Like it's yeah. a no brainer. It's like it, it's basically like uh, like like Murzond. Yeah. You know, it, it's 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 kind of like a, it's kind of like a different version of Murzond. Um, yeah. And and yeah, it's this is great. I love the design. It hurts my head, but I love the design. Did you have you seen the 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 Reddit card the Reddit version of this card where it's basically just like a wall of text like giving like the <laughs> giving like the equation of how this works and it's just like it looks like a Yu-Gi-Oh card it's ridiculous or like a, or like a, or like an old magic card yeah, yeah exactly yeah this this card this card's great I love it it's it's interesting it's cool and like it's going to be the biggest thing on the board and that's for two mana that's good. basically here's how you would it's going to be the biggest thing on the board for two mana and it's going to make their biggest thing a smaller thing that you can remove a lot easier so it's good yes and then they play an Argent Braggart and you're sad yeah and then, and then you just <laughs> yeah anyway uh, all yeah. right condemn rank one let's talk about cards that are simple um yes two mana yeah two mana holy spell deal one damage to all enemy minions at five it goes to two and at ten it goes to three it's a solid priest aoe that scales and it's simple and good and it or it's good it's fine it's nothing wrong with this card i gave it a three yeah i mean it's not breath of the infinite but i mean i wouldn't expect it to be um it's a cheap aoe early on it deals with stealth minions which is pretty much all you're asking from it early like in the first couple turns um, and then once you get into the mid game, it's it's two damage AOE, but it's also cheap, which means that you can pair it with Nazmani Bloodweaver to start discounting other things. And it only hits enemies, which is nice, as opposed to Breath of the Infinite, which sometimes would would blow you up. So, um, I mean, it's you're not I'm not excited yeah. about it, but it's 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 a cheap AOE that yep. we need. So it made it, it's the cheap AOE we deserve, I suppose. <laughs> so, so, so it's fine. It's a three. It's it's a, that's an easy yeah. three. Um, Priest of Ansh, Anshi, I guess is how we pronounce this. Um, Anshi, yeah, Anshi, Anshi. Five, it's a five mana. Uh, Anshi, yeah, five mana, five five taunt with battle cry. If you restored health this turn, gain plus three plus three. So this is a five mana eight eight. If you have restored health, but it's not really a five mana eight eight unless you're playing. Um, oh, what the hell is the name of that that zero mana card? Oh, Desperate Prayer, which we'll talk about. Um, but other than that, it's probably costing you more than five mana to get the, to get that eight eight taunt. I mean, it, you know, cheaper taunts w- are fine. I mean, we've learned that from Liberum of Hope. That's a thing. But 
it's and you know you're going to be th- running things that restore health like you can renew and then do this for six and that's fine i just i don't know if this and i mean even if you have to play as a five mana five five it's not terrible i just don't know if you're gonna have room in this in priest right like there's a lot of other stuff that you want to do and like having a big dumb thing when you could st- just take your opponent's big dumb thing it seems like it, it doesn't necessarily seem like the kind of thing you're going to want to do. And we like normally this like for the last year and a half, this is the kind of thing I would say, well, you'll get this off a of Galakron sometimes and you'll be fine with it, but that's not a thing anymore. We're not, we're not getting minions randomly anymore very often. Yeah. I'm, I think this card doesn't make any list. It's a two mana. It's a seven mana, eight, eight, you know, or a five or a five yeah. mana, five, five. It's, it's not great. I mean, it's probably a six mana eight eight most of the time because Reno's yeah. a card, and you're probably playing Flash Heal. Like if you're playing, if you're playing Zyrella, I think you're incentivized to play Flash Heal. So very often it's going to be a six mana yeah. eight eight. But you know, I mean, so it's it's like it's a ticketus with yeah. taunt. It's it's okay, yeah. I guess it does it doesn't it's, burn it's your opponent's though, so it's not as fun. Well, you know, I mean, we can't do everything. <laughs> we, it's, I mean, if they gave that to priests, believe me, I'd have to go like go, go into the witness protection protection program. Like, it's people already hate priests irrationally enough without it blowing up their decks in the same in the same turn. So, um, anyway, so let's go on to this horrible. All right, so part. I got light shower and elemental. <laughs> it's a five mana six six taunt with death rattle. Restore eight health to all friendly characters. Um. Yeah, this card's really strong. Um, it's you know, it's a big taunt. It heals everything. It makes Zyrella absolutely ridiculous, especially if it heals a nice big board. Um, it's gonna. Be, I honestly think this actually makes the cut in Big Priest and Wild, which is kind of ridiculous. Um, yeah. Um, this card is absolutely phenomenal, and I will not say what it is. I'm not going to tell you what exactly what I'm it's, rating it, except for... It's, well, it's a, it's a podcast, so we kind of have to say the name of the card. Like I said, Light Shower Elemental. That's all I'm going to say. Just just, okay, just okay, make sure right. you don't yeah. open this golden. Yeah, don't don't say the real yeah, name of it. Yeah, yes, it just fine. don't open it golden. You'll um, be fine. Um, yes, I, yeah, oh, so gosh, I, I, I could rate it something, but it's a, <laughs> but it's a four. Yeah. Um, I, I think it's good. I, I was not... I wasn't working this into my theory crafts, but I also was mostly worried about Rally, and I think that if you're doing kind of a more generic Control Priest, like, this is good. Like, it's, it's, we played Cartoot Defender even outside of Res Priest, and this is Cartoot Defender on steroids, kind of. I mean, it it only dies once, not twice, but it's got, like, it's got double the stats, and it got double the, it's got more than double the healing. So, yeah, I think this is pretty good. It's it's an easy four. You're in charge of the next chart card. Uh, Void Flyer? I had to work it in, sorry. So, so Void Flare is a uh, four mana three four battle cry for each spell in your hand, deal one damage to a random enemy minion. Um if you so so you're probably got a decent number of spells, you're probably still playing things like Wandmaker if you're not doing rally. Um you're going to you're you're gonna get other things that give you spells. And this is Astromancer was the card that did this, I think. Oh, sorry. Um I think it was Astromancer that did the card that was the card that did this. Um in Boomsday? Yes. Medi- where, no. Which is like a six drop. Meteorologist. Meteorologist. I got the two of them confused. The Astromancer was the one that, that summoned the um that summoned the uh the the minion. Um but yeah, I mean it's again it's another removal. I don't know that this is the four cost room. Well, I guess the other one doesn't cost yeah, four. Cost six. It's probably it's probably good. I mean it's basically um, it, it's kind of uh, oh God. Who's the, why am I blanking so hard? 
the three, four, and mage that would spell burst. Oh, um, yeah, I know what you're talking about. We all do. Yeah, so it's it's basically that. Yeah, we all we all know. I mean, it's not. It's I don't know if it's going to do four a lot, but it'll be. Yeah, it'll it'll be it'll be fine. I think it's probably a three. I mean, I, I'm probably not. Without Spellkin around, I'm not as excited about it. Um, but it's fine, and it's it's good to have like you know develop and remove. That that's good enough. I don't know if it's good enough, good enough to stay, but yeah. it's good enough to make to make a uh, to make an impact. Yeah, it's it's basically a four mana Reno that doesn't require having um, the effect that Reno that Reno that Reno or the requirements that Reno had of being a single card, the mage Reno. Yeah. Um, it's it's good. It's like it's really good against small aggro boards, and I think it kind of has a place in there. I'm not sure. It depends on like if this is a really meta dependent card. If like small like yeah. if small health um, car, uh, mi- uh, minion based like stealth minions happen, yeah. I think this card sees play. If like the meta's chunk, if the meta's chunkier minions, this falls out. I think this is a solid card. And yeah, yeah. it's a Meteorologist 4-4, four, four, and we like Meteorologists, and Meteorologists went face, and that's and sometimes going face is worse, especially in Priest. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we saw that from Minefield, right? Like, it's, it's uh, you know, sometimes just random damage that only hits minions is good. Yep. All right. Soothsayers. All right. Oh, it's a caravan, so you get to, you get to do I it. I get so to go do ahead. another caravan. Soothsayers caravan. <laughs> Two mana, one, three. At the start of your turn, copy a spell from your opponent's deck to your hand. Caravans are bad, and this one's included. Um, why, you know, just random steal a card from your opponent. And ugh. the only thing I can say that I like about this card is the art because a llama looks very angry at you. Is it a llama or an alpaca? I it's think an alpaca. What, that. The, the, thing, the, the beast of burden is looking at you very, very, okay. like, side eyed and angry. It's great. That's about the best thing I can say okay. about this card. Okay, so so let me tell you why I like this card. I don't, and I'll, I'll, I'll let me start by saying I'm giving this a three. I'm not going any higher than that. Okay, I'm not, I'm not in love with this card, but I, I'm, I'm gonna say where that I think this fits in priest specifically. So, again, and going back to the voracious reader example, right? A, a card that does a thing that will snowball if you let it live will draw removal, right? And so in priests, this is two mana heal three, right? And where and it may not live, you'd still do have rally to resurrect it potentially, and because play opponents and Sadisi is not here anymore, but you know in in chat as we're streaming, but I he would attest to this if he were here. Like pl- opponents have a rational hatred of having their card stolen and used against them, right? So this is something that will die. That will that will be like a tar, like a you know a lightning rod that will draw removal and will heal you and will get your opponent to trade when they would not have otherwise. And if not, then you start getting cards, right? And you you have buffs and priests. I'm not saying that that's a really great use for buffs, but and, and I'm not even saying that this necessarily goes into a deck or stays there. But I think this is better than it is in a lot of other classes because having a one three that that. Uh, an early drop that demands removal in priest specifically, where you're just trying to live to the later turns to be able to start using your removal, it is actually good, and it can give you some tools if it lives to to snowball that way. So that's why I think it's a three, and I think it's better than a one. Okay. Yeah. I may not be convincing you, no. but that that's my no. That's I'm, my I'm thoroughly convinced. Caravans are absolute trash, and I'm not playing any okay. of them. Fair enough. 
<laughs> but the alpaca is it, adorable. It, it, it's great. I, I, I may want this in golden just because I, I bet that that is a glorious alpaca in golden. All right. So desperate prayer, zero mana, holy spell, restore five health to each hero. I think you discover this sometimes. I, I think like, yes, this is great with Zyrella. I don't think this is the card you need with Zyrella. And like, I, I mean, yeah, restoring five health to your opponent isn't relevant all the time, but sometimes it is. And I mean, I guess with Zyrella, technically this is 10 mana, 10 damage. So now that I'm, actually, now that I'm saying that out loud, maybe that is the card with Zyrella because I actually, that literally just occurred to me now, right? Like if your opponent is also damaged, then this is deal 10 damage to the board with Zyrella, which is actually kind of disgusting. Yep. That's why I gave this a four. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm, 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 I'm not up to a four, but I'm up to a yeah, three on there, it. There, yeah. Um, yeah, there's too many synergies to make this not bad. Uh, yeah, Zyrilla for sure. Like even if we we're running the five mana eight eight, sure. Uh, you know that that goes in that that makes that makes actually all that a lot better. Um, you know, there's you know spell synergies with spells in your hand synergies with this, and this is just this is just good. I think this is just good enough and zero mana. Um, you know, heal heal five to your face is just good enough. Um, so yeah, I think this is four and like. You know, we have priests. We're not. We're not. We're not. We don't really care. Especially, we don't really care for healing their face. Yeah, I mean, you're you're. I mean, you're healing their face on you're two not, anyway. You're restoring. You're restoring. Yeah, you're healing their face, but you're still you're still using their time, which is the resource that you care exactly. about. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> yes. No, because because you're kind of get because you're trying to get to your game and you kind of get to your you know your like game yeah. where you're just absolutely killing them. Yeah, and if it's an aggro deck, like they're probably a thirty anyway. You probably haven't exactly. touched them yet. Yeah, so this, card, this card, this card, there's yeah. too many things that make this card work, and I think there's also like you know if they continue the, you know, heal do healing does things to you know make things better. Then this this just this this just keeps going. This card this card's great, and, and it's got it's got synergy with Nasmani Bloodweaver too. I mean, having a zero mana spell with Nasmani Bloodweaver is a good thing because it's a spell that Nasmani can't touch, and it also triggers the the effect so yeah this is this is actually better than i initially gave it credit for so i'll, I'll but I'll, i'm not going up to a four but i'll definitely go up to a three right. on it so on the opposite side we got power word fortitude it's an eight mana holy spell draw uh give a minion plus three plus five cost one less for each spell you're in your hand um the cost less for each spell in your hand thing is kind of is real is relevant in priest but you'll need at least five spells to make this actually worthwhile in my opinion uh, it seems like a lot, in my opinion. I give this a two. I don't think I, you know, there's there's times where you're um, gonna probably get this off Sethic if you decide to actually play Sethic, which you probably won't. Um, but also the fact that excuse yeah, me, excuse me, you're not playing. What? You're probably not playing Sethic Veil whatever because you know, you know, it's okay. not you know because sure. Sethic okay. just got worse uh, because th this eh, it didn't get that the, much for worse. this card. I don't know. I think this. I, I don't think this goes in a deck, and I don't think you unless you uh, unless unless you're playing a spiteful priest with this, and you draw it off the eight mana card, and you summon an eight an eight mana minion, and then you have this card, and it's cheaper in your hand because you have other spells in your hand. That can't be the only eight cost spell that we have, is yeah. it? Is yep. it really? That's sad. I don't think I mean I don't think we're playing that but, card anyway. Yeah, not, in, but, not in priest. Yeah. So yeah, not in priest. I mean we're we're oh, we're playing that card, just not in yeah, priest. So, yeah. Oh no, there's idol of, there's idol of Yasharaj, which you would play in that. Oh, deck. that's ten mana. Eight mana. So yeah, okay. 
But yeah, so and so in that deck, sure. But like, I don't think we're doing that. I don't think we're doing yeah. this. Yeah, I mean, you would you would play that. Yeah, you would definitely play Idol Yashraj over that in that deck because then you draw that and then you get to summon a ten ten. Um, yeah, no, you're, we're not we're not doing. that. There's no reason to play that card. Like that card. Like you're not, especially like again if Cobalt Spellkin was still in standard, I could see it. But with Cobalt Spellkin out and not a good way to generate that many spells into your hand. Like, I mean, yeah, you can go off with Sethic, but I don't think it's going to happen enough that you really want to do that. And, like, you're not putting that in for the rare time that you go off with Sethic. Like, it's just not, that's not going to happen enough. I agree with you it's worse. I don't think it's that much worse, but I agree with you it's worse. And, and uh, like, I don't see, uh, I don't see myself putting in an 8-mana card to buff, a, to buff a minion when I can just, that's that's probably going to cost, like, 4 when I can just put, deva- like, you know, something else, like um, like Power Infusion in my deck. Which I wouldn't either. Like I'm not putting like let's let's say that this costs four mana and it's plus three plus five, right? Because that's on average that's probably where it's going to end up. Do you put power infusion in your deck? You don't ever. You take it off of a, off a discover sometimes, but you don't ever put that in your deck. And this is the same. I think it's a one. As far as like it, it's a card that you're never going to put in no, your deck on purpose. No, I don't think so either. Yeah. yeah. All right. And then we get to devouring plague, which is a three mana a three mana shadow spell. Um, with lifesteal, deal four damage randomly split among all enemy minions. So this is kind of what I would want to run. I don't know about if it's in addition to or instead of the um, instead of the void flyer, but this is the card I'm more excited again because of uh, because of its interaction mm-hmm. with Zyrella, right? So you get to do four damage, and then you get four damage to the minions, and then you get to do four damage to the board. And again, if you're running this money blood weaver, this probably costs you less than three. Um, and even if not, right, like. If you're getting like minefield is mm-hmm. a good card, right? Like we we've we've uh, for dealing with early aggro boards, minefield is a good card. This is minefield that you don't need to play around your own minions getting hit by it. So if you have a minion on board and then your opponent like vomits a token board, like you don't need to worry about trading off your minion before playing this unless you want to just make the random hits go better. But you don't need to do that because one of the random hits might hit your minion. Um, like you don't need to play around. Well, I have an Asmani Bloodweaver on board, so I can't play this. Like now, you you can play that, and then you can do you can trade. You know, before or after doesn't matter. But I think that this is like deal four, heal four, and then have Zyrella implications on top of that makes this a really good um, anti aggro tool. And you know what else makes me you know what makes me excited about this card? Flesh Giant. Oh yeah, because that's yeah, individual. because like. Oh, I guess I guess no, no. You get all the life slow no, ones. No, like you, you get it's single one target pings. So you heal. So you heal yourself for four by one each time. So it procs flesh giant four times. Does it? Yes. Do that? I'm pretty sure? sure. I'm reasonably sure. Because the spell, the spell deals. Because the spell resolves all at once. It says, but it's randomly split among the minions. So it's like four. It's like four pings. It, it's randomly split, but the, it's but four, it's but like it, it. But the thing is that like death rattles won't trigger until yeah, after it's all done, right? Like if you think about if you think about how like um, how dark yeah, skies exactly. works, right? Like dark skies doesn't it doesn't trigger and resolve. It all it all deals the damage as part of yeah. the spell. And then the spell resolves. So I think you get the life steal once. I don't think you're getting the life steal. You're getting it. You're going to see it. You know, heal you individually. But I don't think you're actually getting healed four times no, if, as part of the. If, it, if it, he heals individually, it counts each one as a, as a proc for flesh giant because I've played a lot of because uh, like you because you can I, you can get flesh giant super cheap in a while because of dark glare and um, cheating ankle biter. 
And every time Cheating Ankle Biter does anything, it procs um, Flesh Giant. Right, but that's Cheating Ankle. But Cheating Ankle Biter is deal is dealing damage and healing. Those are two separate yeah, actions. But this is also dealing damage to minions and healing you. So like, you'll send out a ping, you'll get one back. You send out. It basically just sends out four pings. You get four pings back of one health. I'm reasonably sure. But if you if you like play um, like a Holy Ripple or um, yeah, Holy Ripple is just one damage the... one damage across and it all comes back to you and you yeah. get one and you right. But you're hitting multiple targets, yeah. right? So it's doing it. But this is doing it all at the same time. It's just showing it happening. It's showing it happening individually, I, I, right? I'm pretty. Uh, we'll have to. We'll have to. We'll have to. We'll have okay, to science we'll, we'll, this we'll, out. We'll, but I think yes, we will. We will yeah. determine this. But it, it's already good. This might yeah, make it better. Yeah, because yes. and, and Flesh Giant is one of my favorite cards because it's it's been a Warlock card and I'd love to actually play it in Priest. And if this actually works with Flesh Giant, like I think it does, this makes Devouring play absolutely bonkers. It's already bonkers to begin with. It makes it even more bonkers, especially with Zyrilla, especially with like all the healing that. Priest does, especially with you know you know dealing with small aggro stealth boards. This is this is just good. I think this is a solid four. Yeah, it's a solid four. I mean, I don't I don't think we're arguing over whether this is good or not based on that. I think we're agreed that it it, it doesn't matter. This is a good card, but I think that that would actually have implications. So yes, of course, yes, Craftasm. It is time to play this <laughs> one. Um, and we will and and we will have time to do that because. That is that is it for part one of the card review. So we have made it through six classes, and so we will come back. If you're on, if you're watching the stream, we're going to come back at 10 a.m. again tomorrow, um, Sunday, which is March 28th. If you are listening to this on the podcast, if you are um, listening to the podcast version, you probably have the second part of this already in your podcast client. If you're listening to this on Monday. Um, you you may have already listened to it if you're listening to them in the order that they arrive. <laughs> so um, you know, do make do make sure that you know we're we're done talking for this um for this episode and for today's stream. But we are not done talking about cards because we have a lot more to discuss, including the warlock cards, which you know I make Matt wait for for last because I'm a terrible human being, which is obvious. It's, it's, the, only, it's the only so. reason I show up today too. <laughs> yes, that's, that's why. That's why I make sure to put the warlock cards last to make that. That's the incentive that he doesn't run away. So, um, but so so before uh, before we let you go, for the people who are listening to this in the wrong order, Matt, do you want to tell everyone where they can where they can find you online if they want to uh, if they want to get more of your of your content and work and um, and tweetings and all sure that thing. sort of thing? Uh, follow me on Twitter. Uh, I'm Matt at Arms. M a t t a t a r m s. I'll be Jurax at Arms. Or I'll be called myself Jurax at Arms because Jurax is uh, for a while because uh, it's so it's so great having to be able to play him. Uh, you can hear me talk um, about Hearthstone and Hearthstone adjacent things on Squelch. Um, you'll and if you're in a Hearthstone Discord, I'm probably in not as many Hearthstone Discords as Hat, but I'm in a good amount, good amount, good number of them. So just at me, and you'll probably find me. Uh, yeah, that's where you can find me. Yeah, and as always, you can find you'll find the link to the spreadsheet with all of these ratings, as well as um, I don't think we mentioned any other any other links in this episode, but if there are any, and all the rest of them at offcurve.com. Um, you also can find, if you're playing in Masters Tour qualifiers, offcurve.com slash uh, Masters Tour is where you will find the dashboard with all of the um, all the Masters Tour data that I'm realizing as I'm saying this. I go I need to go update for the for the qualifiers that happen overnight. Um, you can also find uh, announcements for when new episodes go live and new features on the site at, at offcurve on Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter at wickedgood. Um, if you want to um, join the stream for, you know, the card review episodes, 
um, any of the live episodes that I stream or just my regular stream, which is Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern and Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern. Um, I'm at um, twitch.tv slash wickedgoodfm. And you can also join our Discord, which is a lovely and wonderful and talented and handsome and beautiful and intelligent and well-spoken group of people um, who are very courteous and kind and wonderful um, and have lots of things to do to talk about Hearthstone and other things at um, discord.offcurve.com. So that is going to do it for part one of the card review. Again, if you come back tomorrow to the stream, 10 a.m. Eastern, um, for part two, if you are listening to this episode, there is another several hours of cards uh, probably awaiting you in your podcast client right now. So you can just go roll right into that and uh, be good to each other. We'll talk soon, as soon as tomorrow. Have a good one.